I fell off a house, Matt Pete got married, and a game dev got fired for tweeting. We got pain, love, and internet fury. What more could you ask for in this black and blue bowl of dude soup? Take one minute, that's what they call them. Yep. Pretty <laughs> blue. Then it shows Pralinger footage yeah. of people at a concert, maybe. <laughs> uh, I think it's a white supremacist rally. Uh, maybe. Oh, oh, that's pretty cool. It's, there it is. The oh. keying, listen, our, our computer doesn't key all that well, but that's okay. Hmm? Uh, our, uh, okay, welcome to Dude Soup. Hi. I can still think and talk. Everything's fine. Um, yeah, we got we got a stacked podcast today. A lot of life events to discuss. Yeah. As one life ends, another begins. I didn't have time to fill that up. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by four sponsors because I goofed last week. Wow. Yeah, I read the wrong week's worth of, of sponsorships, and now we got a couple of makeups to do. That is still 90 minutes, though. We're just going to cram it on full. So this podcast is sponsored by Dollar Shave Club, Marvel Puzzle Quest, Burrow, and Casper. You can get your $5 daily essential starter set at dollarshaveclub.com slash dude. Uh, new players can download Marvel Puzzle Quest using our link in the description or go to d3go.com slash dudesoup. Get yourself three free tokens from the Partners in Crime vault. Yes. Uh, you can visit burrow.com slash dude for $75 off your purchase. And you can get $50 off select mattresses by going to casper.com slash dudesoup and using promo code dudesoup at checkout. You're already doing so it. I was going to say new players get something, but what about players who are on day... 1,689. Yeah. 1,600? Yeah. That's, what do I get? That's five years? I'm, Wait. I'm only at day 923. Oh, my God. That's pathetic. pathetic. What about those of us that are going to have to look at this dark hair on the floor for this entire... Oh, oh yeah. Who is that? There's a long, windy one down there. Who is there. that? Cool. Who could that know. belong to? People just come in here. That's no a mystery cares. hair, guys. We got a big, we got a big <laughs> case to solve. podcast. That's what we're talking no, about seriously. this week. Okay, it could be Jade's hair. But it could why be Vicky's is it, hair? There's no way. There's Autumn's. no reason it should be out here, though. Ah. Sorry, Lawrence. No, it's okay. The mystery of the jade hair. Believe me, how, I'll... Many, <laughs> how many years is that? Did you find out? Uh, Four point three. But 4. 3. Wow. as you as you occasionally bring up, they didn't track days at the very beginning either. So there's a chunk in there that. And I'm pretty sure there's a day that you no. didn't play. There's not. <laughs> it's all up there. It's all up there. Uh, I was playing. Oh yeah, I need to start these fails. Can I give a shout out, please? Yeah. yeah. To Jay, what does that mean, by the way? I've always wondered. Hey! Shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh! Okay. Hey! Thank, thank you. Thank you to our building manager Tori. Shout out who to Tori. Has purchased baby wipes for the bathroom. All about. There's no none in ours. Hmm. Nope. What the fuck, Tori? I mean, said, uh, I'd like to give a shout in. <laughs> I specifically asked him if <laughs> to he could, my dirty butthole. I asked him like last week. I said, "Hey, can we get some baby wipes for the ladies' room?" And he said, "No problem." I thought it would I would never see the day. I would never live to see the day. Today he hands me two packages. Says, "Can you put these in the restroom?" Which is actually the way so I. So he it. handed you two, and you put both in the ladies' room. Yeah. Interesting. I, mean, I, I guess it. I could run over one of the men, I see. Yeah, but I think no, I I'll see. think or, about it. Or Tori, in a passive-aggressive type way, said, starting to smell like fish in here with <laughs> yeah. all the women sticking up the joint. Yeah. Someone would wet and white. Yeah. I don't use them to clean my vagina. That's like the worst thing yeah. you could do for vaginal health. you got to maintain the bacteria. I, yes, I don't think exactly. so. I doubt that. I'm going to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to disagree. Uh, doctor? No. <laughs> <laughs> that must be exhausting. I've, vaginal I've health? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Of the many ways that I'm bad at even maintaining a male body, which is not that hard, I'm gonna be honest. I can't even, I would fall You to can't even maintain no. it. No. I'd, I'd be pregnant like eight times over and my vagina would just be crusted over. Be <laughs> I've horrible. never had a cavity in my teeth. Uh -huh. So I can only imagine if I can take care of my mouth, I'd be able to take care of a vagina, but no you, problem. A vagina is a permanent cavity. 
You never get to fill it. No, but it's a mouth. You can fill it every Wednesday. It's a mouth, <laughs> a mouth but you get to close your mouth. Notes about your yeah. marriage. And it's not next to something that piss it. falls out uh-huh. of. Hmm? I mean, sometimes you vomit. That's true. Sometimes. Again. Into a vagina? So Someone's listen, done it. It's easy. Vaginas are easy. Okay? <laughs> Have you ever tried to clean the underside of your scrotum? No, you haven't. So I you do don't that know. every time I wipe my, my... If you don't... Okay. No. Hold on. People that go back to front get shit balls. Oh, but well, you're not you supposed to. They're not savages. To. No, okay. Those are savages. Because like, a lot Australia. of people miss the, the under lip. You go, you go back to front to make yeah. sure you don't get shitty balls. Yeah. And then you do oh, wait, one no. opposite wipe because you'd be surprised how much is in there. No, why would you go back to front ever? Because no. there's surfaces you don't scrape the other way. Mm. I feel there's like... no reason that anything would get on those surfaces. I mean, as a woman, you have to go it front happens. to back. Unless you wiped it there. Yeah, it I was say, now you're just, you're just bringing the crayon to the front. Yeah, yeah. You don't you wanna... just go to and the source yeah. and, and then away. The last thing you want to do is safe. bring any fecal bacteria toward your urethra. Well, ours are ours Not are that it, I mean, obviously, we're you like have a, a it's like a Renaissance have, doctor with a nose weighed down. Have scientists invented like a butt plug yet? But that yes. like, but like a Japanese oh. toilet just like spins and like sprays yeah. the inside of your oh. colon. That actually be kind like of nice. Like the shower cleaners. Yeah, that like, like you're just like I'm done showering. You yeah. press the button and it goes. Well, imagine one. So it's not it's not like those like girthy ones no, that no. most people are into. Yeah, streamlined. Like like more of a streamlined. But then it, when it goes in, you goes so just a little bit, so you know it's activated. But then it plays a little song. Goes, you guys don't dip a finger in when you're wiping. What's that? You guys don't dip a finger in when you're wiping. I I have been really constipated one time. I took a lot of antibiotics and it basically created a like a fist sized piece of shit that was solid as a rock in my body. And there was a point where I was like on the toilet, like ah, and I was like I was like just like using toilet paper to just like. Tap on it, yeah. and I was like, oh. "It's so hard." It was like, it was like if I if, if you're doing this, that's how it felt. I oh. we were trying to record that gameplay, and uh. we heard him screaming. Oh. Yeah, did that happen? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. It wasn't. A th- I have read stories on the internet of people had to shove a pinky up in to break it up because it was like it formed a cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we all do Suck. stuff occasionally. That's all right. Uh, to the other three women watching, I don't know if this is a thing for you, but for me personally, showering. <laughs> And not having like a shower nozzle that you can take and like oh, masturbate yeah. with, masturbate <laughs> with, and clean yourself. It's just like it's so it, that's your undercarriage. Throw a leg up yeah. on the wall. You just go like and that. And rock your hips forward. Put your arms on the backside to balance yourself. I just like a and child, grab my balls and lift them up. <laughs> <my lips. laughs> Give yourself the bow tie. There you go. Go. He's it, golden grand. Uh, <laughs> speaking speaking of a child like that. <laughs> Uh, at least oh. I did a lot of traveling lately. Yeah. And Whatever. I was in an airport restroom using a urinal next to a grown man and someone who, some kid who was probably like four or five. And then the dad was like, no, don't, don't pull your pants all the way down. Just pull the front down. And the kid was like, I can't. Aww. He was like, no, no, just just pull the front down. Just don't, you, no one wants to see your butt. And he goes, I can't do it. And I was like, why would you say that to a child? Yeah. To, like you Expose know yourself. that they're physically enabled. Like they can't. They can't do that. They can't pee that way. It's also funnier when they don't. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think he was tired of seeing his son degrade himself in that way and thought it was well, time, but it clearly wasn't. There's time. a predator in there. What if it was the dad? I want to see that. I see that if God didn't exist, then why is there stitching that goes from your anus to your scrotum? There's all sorts of problems with us. <laughs> I don't. I don't there's a line. Man, I speaking of women, have you heard about the husband stitch? What? Wait, My what? eyes are open to the barbarism daily. Wait. So, 
if a woman gets a C-section, yeah. mm -hmm. um, male doctors often give the husband stitch, which is just like an extra little loop that like the when they have to snip the shit between, well, literally, between the asshole and the vagina to let the baby come out, mm -hmm. they stitch it back together and they give yeah. one little one extra just to tighten it up a little bit, except it actually doesn't tighten anything and it's terrifically painful for the woman. So, Hold on. Wait, they, the they, there's a diff those are two different things, a C-section. You know, oh, yeah. sorry, you're right. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. Yeah. The the no, 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 you're right. Yeah, I, 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 I used the wrong term. Okay, what, whatever, yeah. whatever yeah, doctor. Say, you could get really bad C-section. <laughs> yeah. No, when, whenever, whenever they have to snip the business, the yeah, perineum yeah, yeah. or whatever. They gotta open it up. Yeah. They'll tighten it back up, ah. but then male doctors typically will sew it up a little more. To they think it's going to improve vaginal tightness? Yes. Really? Oh, yeah, assholes. Yeah, uh, Google it. It's, no, it's horrifying. I think, I mean, I don't know if I'll ever have children, but if I were to... <laughs> but if I were to, I think that the act of cutting the perineum, the taint, mm -hmm. that's a very sacred mm -hmm. event. And mm -hmm. I would want someone close to me. It's like break a champagne bottle on it? Well, it can't be the husband. Be Maybe like it a rabbi. I'm husband. holding, I'm holding no. the Handicam from 1989. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm playing an NCD. I think it needs to be like a, a good friend or a coworker. Yeah. Hmm. To like snip it? To snip it. And okay. I'm t I mean, my, I used to think my old roommate Jake would I do it. I say snip as though it's not a pair of garden shears that go in there yeah. and slam it. But he's <laughs> Jewish and religiously he's not allowed. No, so. so. Shalom. I'm taking well, make applications, now. I guess. Yeah. I guess once once you catch the bullet, you got like eight months to figure it out. Yeah. That's probably enough time. We, I uh, so. we were talking to Bones' wife a little bit over the weekend. Allie, and she was talking about, because um, she's a doctor. Allie's a treasure. She was giving us all sorts of info about epidurals and like oh, yeah. all these magnificent things about like how a spinal tap works and... I could just I see Jess because you know obviously ah. we, we've talked about like oh one day we'll have kids and I see Jess going oh yeah, God no yeah, I would say just it, like cut me open Vic and well, Chat <sighs> says it's an epistiotomy so thank you thank you for that that's when they cut the taint mm -hmm. snap it just like say a rubber cut band. the taint Nick yeah taint snip cool a taint a taintology now, I want taint you to think about it's a taintable I want you to think about all the <laughs> women throughout time. No. Because we have things now. They're just throwing dirt and like squeezing mm. a lamb's yes. blood over it. Yeah. Well, they, they were turning butter and went, hold on. Yeah. Well, you have to like and pack then, that shit with peat moss to yeah. get it to heal. Well, they, they'd like, they basically like, there'd be a nurse whose sole job it would be to remind the woman that don't worry, there's a pretty good chance she'll die during this. <laughs> like just wiping the sweat from her brow. It's okay. If you're lucky, you'll you'll live long enough to see that it's a boy. And then it just <laughs> <laughs> Well, and you know when they're going, you just lie to them. You're like, it's a boy. Oh, yeah. she's gone. Yeah. Uh, Fuck. I hope she heard that. All right. Dash it amongst the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> see if it's strong. Throw it across. Throw it off the cliff. Right. Speaking of falling, um, not that we have to segue away from biological no, talks. No, no, it's fine. It'll, it'll come back yeah, up. Yeah. We'll spin it back around. It's fine. Uh, so while I invite everyone here and the audience to mock me openly uh, for, for my idiocy, I want to disclaim real quick that while I will discuss this in a, a way including levity and humor, what I did is very fucking stupid. Um, I caused people that care about me to worry. Well, the one person that cares about oh. me to worry. Um, and I, I ruined a pretty good evening of watching fireworks. So even though it's funny now and nothing bad happened, something bad could have happened. And I exercised very poor judgment. So I am not in any way uh, something to be aspired to or imitated in, in this regard, but in all others, yes. That was a weird sound. Um, all right, so I fell off a house. Uh, here's here's the story of what happened. Fell off your house. Yeah, yeah. Not just a house. <laughs> That's almost um, a more interesting story. I guess a couple of predicates. Uh, Fourth of July in Los Angeles is fucking awesome. Yeah, it really is. Fireworks here are 
illegal, but everyone sets them off. It's yep. it's a literal war zone. You can mm-hmm. hear like rolling explosions. The, uh, it's only the, getting louder and bigger every year too, mm-hmm. which is weird. Yeah. It's, uh, it's fun because like uh, since I, I did move into a house, a rental home, um, and I was very excited to climb up on the roof to be able to watch all the fireworks because typically if you're in an apartment, you either have to go somewhere or like get onto a parking deck to get a good view of the city. Uh, so I was already, I was really excited to get up there and I didn't have a ladder. Ladders are kind of expensive, it turns out. Um, I still intended to buy one, but just didn't get around to it. The first of many dumb, dumb decisions. So uh, in the days leading up to July 4th, I had a step ladder. It's about five feet tall, mm-hmm. plenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found the side of my house where the chimney is. I found that if I got on the stepladder, I could climb onto this concrete wall that separates my property from my neighbors, get from there onto the sloped side of the chimney, and then from there, just kind of prop myself against the roof and the side of the chimney Oof. and push myself up. Oh. Worked like a charm. Chimney sweep. Yeah, essentially. I was a, I was a regular Dick Van Sounds Dyke. Like parkour. It was. Thank you for yeah. saying that. So uh, you got you had no other option available to you but to climb on this roof. Like, what was Stephanie doing while you were on the roof? She was safely on the ground setting off fireworks. So you could have been at ground zero, at the epicenter of actual fireworks. Mm. Was there was there a discussion before you climbed where you were like, "I'm going to leave you on the ground and go watch fireworks on the roof"? Or no, were you drunk or like. We were both drunk okay. uh, because we'd been playing rock band and drinking all day. Uh-huh. Uh, so, were so, you playing the yacht rock? Yes. Pack? Okay. Uh, well, I haven't, I haven't played that yet, but oh, I did okay. buy it. Um, God bless you, rock band. Uh, so, yes, James, to your point, um, Stephanie, for some reason, trusts me uh, with the many physical things I do in this world because I've yet to seriously injure myself. Mm-hmm. This has kind of broken that trust. Uh, but uh, the idea was that she would come up with. However, when she got... She climbed up the stepladder, got on the concrete wall, and then noped right out of there. Because yeah. she very wisely yes. uh, just determined that it would not be safe. Yes. So she was she was on the ground, and that's essentially part of the problem. So uh, I was up there having a great time, uh, just feeling it. I had also packed a backpack full of like beer and a pillow to sit on. Um, so I, it's like you're running away from home. <laughs> to your own home. Yeah, <laughs> he's been gone for six months. I had a stick with like a, a polka dot bandana tied around the end. A uh, bindle. Yeah. <laughs> The, my my plan was original plan. Plan. Yes. Let's use that term loosely. Was to get up there, drink myself silly, watch all the fireworks, and then by the time like eleven thirty midnight rolls around and the fireworks are dying down, mm-hmm. I'd be sober. I'd be able to climb down and full command of all my Assassin's faculties. Creed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right into the haystack. <laughs> Link jumping down. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's there's I've I've done it many times. I just didn't have a controller in my hand. Well, this time. when we were at Let's Play Spring Break, you got up on that roof, and that went fine. Yeah, but that yeah. had that had stairs. True. Oh yeah, that had a ladder. That was a good. Oh, use, that one. Yeah. I thought you meant the other one, where I also got on the roof. Oh. I also do like climbing things a lot. I just like climbing. God forbid. I used to it. have a child um, like you. <laughs> Stop climbing! Get off the dang roof! Ah, I grew up in tape. <laughs> I grew up in Texas, and there wasn't a whole lot to climb, so it was kind oh. of a, a soft uh, a soft blessing. My friend and I would like go out her bedroom window and then lie on, like. The awning in front of it and suntan, like suntan on that. Yes. Though it was like really hot because we would do it during the day, and then the I, I tar agree on hot. the tile, the like the the shingles would get super hot. Um, but you said you were cold up there. In fact, you hadn't even planned appropriately. No, I was wearing my. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. I was wearing my American flag romper, uh, so I had short sleeves and short legs. So yes, with the wind picking up and California evening rolling in, it was getting pretty cold. Uh, and about that time, as the wind picked up and I, alone on the roof with a beer in hand, watching fireworks, there's a, br- a breeze of wind 
And then I looked down and saw my loving girlfriend on the oh, ground alone. No. I was like, and gosh. And the trap door of your onesie again <laughs> yeah. in the back. <laughs> in your butt. Lawrence, no. which way have you been wiping? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, uh, I love butt flaps. I um, too. But I did, I did feel a pang of, of regret and that I was leaving my dear sweet Stephanie alone mm-hmm. on, this, on this July 4th. So despite being at the height of drunkenness, I was like, ah, I gotta climb down and like spend some time with my sweet girlfriend. So, uh, so I was like, I can do this, this is not, not a problem. I've done this a million times, okay, no problem. So I actually did the hardest part of it just fine. I propped, propped my hand on the roof there, propped one hand on the chimney. I was, I was like, I'm gonna be smart about this. <laughs> uh, I said to myself, I know that I'm not 100% sober. I'm gonna be very careful and slow. <laughs> So the deduction. I know, I know. St- can you imagine uh, such a man still able to think in, in such levels? <laughs> so uh, my old rock climbing kicked in. You can imagine. It's always three points of contact, and then you move the fourth. Like you never want to. You never want to just be two because then you wobble. A triangle, pyramid, world's most stable shape. So I was doing all that stuff. Good, good, good. I actually managed to like prop myself down on the chimney. Got down on the concrete wall. Everything was great. Now the problem is, uh, stepping down to the stepladder is in an unlit, oh, hold on, gotta click on. I like this one, I'm curious what's up in bottom right there. Scary pranks? Oh, never mind, never that's mind. Not, yeah, that's not really. Uh, that's not relevant to us. I'll click on it. Yeah, people gotta be falling, falling and hitting hard, like that guy. Hmm. Uh, so once I was on the concrete wall, that's when I'm in trouble. Now I only have two points of contact, my feet. So you could do that. And I'm also stepping down into a completely black alleyway. Where a stepladder is down there somewhere. Uh, I go down, I put a leg down, and it just keeps going, and then I just tumble. And as near as I can tell, I think I went head first, because I remember bashing my head on something and then hitting on my shoulder. Uh, and the frustrating thing is the second I hit the ground, immediately I was like, God damn it, Stephanie's gonna be so worried. So, I, uh, how high is the concrete wall? Uh, says Otter in chat. I wanna say it's about five feet tall. So it's about equal with my shoulders if I'm standing upright. Um, so I basically, from basically squatting on that, fell to the ground. So uh, about a five and a half foot fall or so. Um, but yeah, the second I hit the ground, I'm like, God damn it, that shit really just happened. Um, I was already really upset that I knew I was going to make Stephanie really upset because she, she doesn't deserve that. Oh yeah, so we got, hold on. This is, I think, yes. So this is, this is from my girlfriend's Twitter feed. This is from, this is me at- Don't bring her into this. <laughs> this is me at Peak Hero. Uh, mm. Being- <laughs> that's You have the freedom to kill yourself. Basically, yeah. I mean- With all the I, evidence insurance needs. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. I, I, I could have at one point, uh, at any point, changed out of the romper, but decided against it because I felt like it was too appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that's one of those clothes you have to like take. If you want to take a poop, you gotta take the whole thing off. Yeah, you gotta zipper it all the way down. Like a union. Well, if you have a like union a suit, which has bathroom. the flap, you don't need to do that. You're right. Uh, Rompers are the worst. <laughs> so I hit the ground. Uh, I picked up the pieces of my glasses, and then uh, so you know, do a little body evaluation. There's. It's weird because there's like different kinds of pain. There's pain that's like, ow, and then there's pain that's like, oh shit, something's really broken. It didn't actually feel like anything was broken. And I was like, that can't be right. Uh, My toe was kind of numb, so I was wiggling it and like pinching it to make sure the bones were okay. Um, Totally fine. Um, But I I saw a drip like fall in front of my eye, and I was like, oh shit. I thought I would just be able to get up, have some scrapes, and maybe like play it cool, like walk out to Steph after I like snuck in the house, clean myself (coughs) off, and be like, 
Babe, I tripped. Nothing's yeah, wrong. Seducer. Yeah, right. Let's make out. <laughs> Once I saw the drip, I was like, ah, oh, oh, damn God. it. This is going to get more complicated. Uh, so, but, so I didn't know what state I was in at the time. And then I, was, I started strategizing. That's, that's when the chess pieces started moving around in my head. Yes, chess. So, <laughs> so Steph is in the front yard. That's also where the front door is. And I don't have my keys because I'm wearing a romper and, and underwear and nothing else. Um, Everything's wrong. I was barefoot, by the way. Because uh, I needed the grip. I needed that grip to get up on the roof. My didn't Spider-Man help you. feet. Grip didn't help you. On the way up, it did. Um, so now I'm thinking, okay, how can I get in the house without Stephanie seeing me so I can get to the bathroom, like, clean, clean up? Uh, so forward is the easy way, <laughs> but it also passes Stephanie, who's in, who's in the street setting off fireworks. If I go the other way, which is through a bunch of gravel and sharp rocks and a garden, I can go around the back of the house and get in, hopefully undetected. So after plummeting off of this stupid wall, I'm also like rock, like walking through the backyard, shoving my way through shrubbery and stuff like that. Um, I round the side of the house and she's moved over to that side. So she knew somehow. Uh, <laughs> she was, she knew the second it took more than five minutes for me to get down that something had happened. So she was just waiting for well, it, basically. Either Lawrence fell off the roof or Santa's early. <laughs> yeah. So let's go figure it Santa's out. Santa's sure to swear a lot. <laughs> uh, so I was like, damn it. All right, so I know I hit the left side of my head. So I'm like, I, I can probably, it's probably just a scrape. I'll just walk inside it, it'll be fine. So I'm like trying to use my arm to sort of... The phantom. Yeah, I'm phantom of the operating my way inside. And the second she sees me, she's like, you fell, oh my God. And like, she's, she's very worried, obviously. She, yeah, she loves you. She does. I'm sorry for that. Uh, so I, I managed to shuffle my way inside and I walk through the house to the bathroom. And that's when I realize I can't, like I probably need medical attention uh, because there's this huge gash like through my eyebrow. Also, it's already really swollen. So, and that made it look even worse. Yeah. It ended up not being that big of a cut. You really can't even see it right I now. Yeah. I looked out. I really did. But at that time, since it was all swollen, it looked like it looked like a giant cyst that was in the middle of popping open. Oof. Yeah, it was it was gnarly. Uh, so I, I like I, I wipe it down with some paper like toilet paper. I'm like, maybe it's just a bump with a small cut. So like maybe the swelling will go down, I'll just ice it and I won't need stitches. But once I wipe it off a little bit, it's pretty clear it's a pretty big cut. I'm like, fuck. Now I have to go to like the hospital on July 4th with, mm-hmm. sit there with all the people who've blown off their hands. Yep. And they have a, were, a ton of issues on July 4th. Was like, there anyone else there in the waiting room that was a casualty of a July 4th accident? Shockingly, no. Huh. Um, just you, huh? And you, you went. Did you go in your America onesie? I did. Oh. I did not change on purpose. So, uh, and it had like a one. It had one streak of blood right under my eye. Uh, the diagnosis here is that you're an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that. You haven't looked at me yet, yeah. doctor. Five hundred dollars now, yeah. please. I could tell. Uh, so, so then Stephanie, <clears throat> God bless her, saint, starts calling urgent care places to find one that's open. So she found one that wasn't that far away, um, and it was like she just gave me the address. Like here it is. I was like, okay. So then I start looking for ride shares because we're both pretty drunk. Not, yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah. Um, and the pickings aren't aren't thick. It's July 4th, right? Sure. Not a lot of people are driving Uber or Lyft because oh. they're enjoying their holiday well, responsibly. Well, I'm surprised they're not doing surge pricing. Generally, they, they combat that with like surge pricing. Yeah, making yeah. a lot of money. No, yeah. I, I was originally doing Lyft and it does that thing where if you call a car, it'll like show a ghost car of the one they're, they're reaching out to. 
And it was like it was like Hollywood and oh, stuff. Shit. Yeah, uh, there was nothing. Wow. So I was like, oh god, either either I'm gonna have to wait an hour for a car to get here, or nobody's gonna take the fare, which they didn't. So then I switched to Uber. There were more cars driving Uber, um, and I kept calling for them. Two or three would take it, but more than once they would take the fare and then just start driving away. Oh. And then I would I would be watching the little toy car on the phone, be like, please turn around, please turn around, please turn around, and they just keep going. Weird. I'd call them, they wouldn't answer. I think a lot of people were just done for the night. No. Um, so two or three of those went by, and this is already like 15 minutes of just trying to get a car. None of them are none of them are taking me, and I'm starting to like weigh the options. Do I drive? No. 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 Call an ambulance, um, and you eat the extreme. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My options at that point were wrap a towel around it and wait till morning, which wasn't that appetizing, yeah. or call an ambulance and like pay five grand or whatever. Yeah. Um, but no, eventually an Uber driver did pick us up. I was holding a towel to my face. I apologized profusely. Didn't bleed, bizarrely. Uh, we got dropped off at the urgent care and it was a ghost town. Um, hmm. In the middle of me filling out the paperwork, like the insurance stuff, the doctor arrived. Oh. So they called her in. Oh. It ended up being okay because a family did arrive while I was getting stitches with like a baby that had a discharge. I overheard that, so that's something. Hmm. Uh, I got kicked out of the military. Yeah, <laughs> dishonorably. <laughs> uh, Sergeant Baby, you're not good enough for <laughs> this war. <laughs> I, I love the not the I I don't want to do it, the geopolitical thing, but it is always funny. Like I was celebrating my country's independence, but God, I didn't want to get an ambulance because it would cost too much. Because they have the the freedom to. Charge out the ass yeah. for me hurting myself. Uh, thank God we have a job with healthcare, though. So that's yes. Good. Uh, yeah. No, it's uh, to that point. Uh, yeah, shout outs to Rooster Teeth for our pretty good health insurance because when Stephanie called and asked if you're open, the only question was, what kind of insurance do you have? Mm -hmm. And she said PPO, and then they said, yeah, we're open. So it could have been a lot, lot worse. God. Uh, yeah, like, what do you what do you got? Uh, American Express or yeah. Mastercard? Yeah. Oh, Black Card, come on mm, in! Yes, yes, yeah. yes. You can keep your eye today. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> so they they escorted me back, and I just remember sitting in sitting in the doctor's chair with the sounds of explosions everywhere. It's like head aching, and uh, the doctor eventually came in, numbed it up, like injected anesthetic, stitched me up. Which I always wondered what it would be like to get stitches while conscious, and now I know. It's a little weird. Oh yeah, it just feels like it's tugging. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah, like if they numb it up, it's just you can feel the tug of the skin. I've never got yeah. stitches unconscious. I've got my leg stitched up, mm. and I've got my face stitched up. Actually, I got stitches in college once because I got my lips split open, mm -hmm. and they, they were like, so the good news is we can stitch you up and everything will be fine. The bad news is we can't give you anesthetic until we start stitching you up. Because when you give people anesthetic, it causes the area to kind of balloon oh, up. Oh, yeah. And it was the the it was basically split my lip, and they're like, so if we do that, we'll try and line it up, but then it'll be uh, crooked. Okay. Like your face won't your your mouth won't line up anymore. So they're like, we have to do the first stitch to line everything up. It's like getting a lip piercing. Yeah. And so then they then oh. so then they did the first stitch. You're and as brave like, as a uh, rebellious 14-year-old so teenager. And then they, oh, then they did anesthetic, and they're like, all right, now we'll do the other yeah. four or whatever. I've only gotten them awake <sighs> on my back, oh, yeah. side of my boob, and my hand. Uh-huh. I watched the one on your back. I watched them stitch you. It was amazing. He said more. He said, do husband stitch. It was amazing <laughs> how they <laughs> stitched <laughs> up your back. Because they did the thing where they, they pinch, they do the underhook stitch. Uh-huh. Where you couldn't even see the stitches, like they pull the bottom. They they cut so deep that they had to pull the bottom layer. You always think about just like 
pinching the skin together and stitching yeah, yeah. it. But that, that doesn't work when it's really deep because you have to basically pull the tissue mm. together at the bottom. Right. So they had to do this one stitch that was beneath, so that way, I don't even know how, so it like, they pulled it out through the top and then that pulled it in, but then when they trimmed it, you didn't even see the stitch. Wow. I don't know, it's stitching's a, amazing. It's a real dirty scar. The scar on my boob is really funny though because it looks like- It's a little lightning bolt? Well, it looks like a, a stitch that you would see like in a, Potter, Potter. in a cartoon where it's like the Horry line Potter. with the dots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Harry Potter. <laughs> Come check out my skull. Uh, it's like the line with like the dots on either side, like a like a, a yeah. comical stitch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I got, they, I got one of those yeah. on my palm. When they removed, I had a growth on top of my head. It's still kind of there. It's your twin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they said it could be cancerous, but they're oh. like it was under my insurance at the time. So like we might as well just take care of it. When they did it, they stitched my whole head back like up. So I kind of got like a. A facelift, I guess, kind of, but I think that's why my, oh. my, I always, I can only really comb my hair to one yeah. side. So did you frown even more before that? I think I was just real, like real frowny. Are you sure it was like Voldemort in the back? Maybe, of your head. yeah. <laughs> Growing out, everything's well, Harry Potter related. I think it all comes back to Harry Potter. I'm, I'm it's coming back. You know what? I've been. What? I want to make this announcement on the podcast, but I've been thinking of rereading the Harry Potter books for the, for the first time. <gasps> yes! Wow. Thanks. It's been, you heard it here first. It's a YouTube exclusive, everybody. Huge. It's been about seven or eight years, and I, I think I don't reread them because it doesn't feel constructive, and I feel like oh, I, see I, would, I would just kind of be in a, in a Let rut. Let me know when you do that. Yeah. I would like to reread them as well. I almost I did it this weekend. Can you go to the LA library on this, this weekend and like look at the plethora of books and every story that could be told and then go, nah, Harry Potter Give again. Give me a whiz. Yeah. I hope it kills Voldemort at the end, but it's... Kind of Never. Harry Potter's better than ninety nine percent of books. That's what makes me feel I, guilty though, is because to me, for so me, there's such a like nostalgic. We're all gonna die. Have fun. Exactly. That's what I was saying. Take advice short short from me. Oh, I was shit. talking I to know. Hannah about it, have and I was like, like, I shouldn't have this existential crisis about reading these. Books. Have you ever read like Huck Finn or like yeah, uh, sure. All Quiet on the Western Front? Yeah, whatever. These are all American. I mean, I, these are books I grew up. Have I read Anne of Green Gables? Yes. I did that thing. I did the thing too, where I was like, this is again audiobooks clarifier. But I was like, hey, if reading's this easy, I should listen to all the classics. Hey, yeah. And so I basically brought up like the like top fifty books you should read before you die. And I was like, Crime and Punishment. Oh, boy. yeah, that yeah. sounds like a good one. And I got halfway in, I was like, Ugh, never mind. Yeah, I'm out. No. I'm those, out. Those I'll read the wiki. Those books were classics when there was nothing else to do. No. I mean, some of them are classics, like a lot of uh, Dickens. Yeah. Is yeah. is if you can get through the language is like wow what a brilliant story amazing characters you use like the like racism oh no 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 I'm thinking of like Huck Finn and all that oh who uh, that's Mark Twain never mind never mind it's not racism it's reality I'm sure there's racism in that too well what do you mean by racism him writing the way the times were is not that's true necessarily it's racist. funny we were we were talking earlier Bernie was in the building oh and, and we were, it got we real were, racist well, I bet well uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about. Uh, uh, well, we were talking about the upcoming kind of funny comedy, like. What? Everyone knows, yeah. Everyone knows there about are people that? there while oh, we were right. filming. Okay, never mind. The upcoming kind of funny comedy doc. I forget like what is in the public. What is real no. and what is not real? <laughs> you think is Variety's gonna have like a, a spread tomorrow? Like, <laughs> Elise spills the beans. An upcoming RT doc only available on RT site. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were talking about that doc, and then Bernie's like, "Ah," oh, and I, I was like, "I don't want anyone to ever see it because I get really self-conscious." 
about people watching. That's very me. selfish of you mm-hmm. to say that. Yeah. Yeah. That you'd only watch it for yourself. Like when Wu Tang Clan made that album exclusively for that pharmaceutical asshole. Did that actually happen? Martin Didn't Shkreli? he buy that, well, he that one, dude? Oh, okay. Didn't he it get confiscated, it. though? Yes. So, like it got yanked back from him. So I asked him if he could go into the Rooster Teeth vault so no one can ever see it. And Bernie went, Yeah, we, t- we talked about like getting a vault. And then we just put like. St- we, and we, and you guys he, are talking about two well, different things. Like a and, then, vault? and then the Disney vault came up, and he's like, I forget if you said it or he did, but like, do you think that they had stuff in the Disney vault, but then they like let it mature over time and then remove the things that were racially insensitive or culturally that insensitive? That was him theorizing, yeah. But I think we should make a funhouse vault where like just over time we add in those things. Hmm. We make them All worse. the evidence, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. Well, as, yeah, as more things become taboo, we get more of a, we get more recipes, more ingredients to play with. But we should shoot a, something now, and then the, the day this channel ends, that's when we release that video. Tomorrow? We put it in the vault now. <laughs> put it in the vault now, and then you, I, you don't want to do was, that. I was, I was always wondering about the Disney vault, because they're like, buy Bambi on VHS today, it's going in the vault. I'm like, you know. It's you're, arbitrary. They're yeah, controlling, but they're controlling demand. Yeah. No, I get, I get yeah. that. Ha- when you have so much shit to sell, sure. sometimes you have to stop selling it so you can sell other shit. Right, except then they bought Hulu and now they're going to yeah. have it all digital It's not even anyway, a thing anymore. So it doesn't matter. Well, you now can, it doesn't matter, yeah. I mean, they, they could potentially go, just kidding, it's in the Disney vault. And they're like, you just... You just said you're not gonna what? No. But you I, don't want to do the funhouse video in the in the funhouse video vault. I just feel like it's gonna get played at my funeral with so many other things and <laughs> it's gonna get real awkward. It's all gonna, gonna it. come out. Remember when James cut together that sweet video of people saying like nice things to you? I do. That was, that was really for nice. my, my birthday, yeah. I'll never release that. I was in it. That's, was in, the, I in, that's it? in the Disney that's vault. That's definitely in the vault. Yeah. Pretty sure you I don't think you made the cut. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, I did. <laughs> I think I asked James to remove that part. I, mean, I was very stringent with the people like cut out of that video. I yeah. said Adam doesn't need these negative Nancys in his life. Ah. Is what I said. Dark. I went, I went, He's June, moving June, into June, his thirties now. Yeah. Now speaking of cutting, uh, this podcast is sponsored by Dollar Shave Club, which can sell you razors but sells you so many other things. They basically can provide everything you need to get ready in the bathroom. That includes shampoo, conditioner, body wash, toothpaste, hair gel. And even a peppermint wipe for your sweet, sweet butthole. Uh, all, of do- uh, all of Dollar Shave Club's products are made with top shelf ingredients. Won't break your budget. Most importantly, you don't have to go outside to get them. You just load them all up in a box, they arrive, and then you can stock your bathroom to the gills. I like lavender body wash. Uh, I've been getting into scents. I'm, I'm kind of like Elise was saying with why waste your time with, with uh, things you don't enjoy. Why waste your shower time with scents that don't tingle and lighten? and uh, propel you to a new reality. Uh, turn your shower into a total scent experience. Remember I said that. Scent experience? <laughs> yep, I didn't mm. use it today. Didn't mm. use it today, sorry. You smell but, terrible. <laughs> I'm trying to get through, yeah, thank you. I'm trying to get through my current uh, bar of soap, and then it's, it's nothing but lavender body wash all the way. I used it a few times just to try it out. Um, but you can, out, you can basically get a sampler platter of all their uh, you eat off a platter. You can get a sampler box of all of their products, or most of their products, uh, for just five bucks to try out and see what you like and see what you want to keep. Oh yeah, I also like the shave butter too. If you're using shaving cream, butter will revolutionize your life because it's clear and it's smooth and it's sheer. Um, if you use shaving cream, it like tends to bulk up on your razor and you got to wash it off a lot. If With shave butter, it's just like a really thin layer of lubricant so you can really get to it. It actually makes shaving faster and more accurate because you can also see through it. Uh, but for five dollars, you can get the daily essential starter set from Dollar Shave Club. Comes with body cleanser, one wipe, Charlie's those little booty wipes, uh, and the shave butter. 
and the six blade executive razor. And then you can keep the blades coming for a few bucks a month, add in shampoo, toothpaste, or anything else you need for the bathroom. You can find that at dollarshaveclub.com slash dude. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash D-U-D-E. Thanks for the sponsorship, Dollar Shave Club. Thanks for stocking up my bathroom. Yeah, you gotta lean on that. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All the butter makes me think of is Kramer buttering himself. Mm, that's good too. For the tan. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like a turkey. So yeah. Lawrence, you're, are you in pain still? No, actually, yeah. I almost knocked over my coffee. Weird that I would be clumsy. Um, no, it, it bizarrely didn't hurt. So the, the, the thing that hurts the most is my shoulder, because I'm pretty sure I landed on that. Oh. And then um, when I'm going throughout my day, it doesn't really hurt a lot. Walking around Alaska, which we'll get to soon, actually sucked because I had a backpack. So it was just weight on my shoulder all day. But That was a, that was a fun moment because you guys left <clears throat> a day or two before most of us. Jess and I went up on this gondola to go to this, like, top of this mountain thing, and then there's like a trail. And I see uh, Lawrence and Stephanie with their bags. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, there's a trail, but you're not going to want to walk that. I'm like, well, we don't have our bags. so. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, they said it was two and a half miles. So the Three trail, up, yeah, yeah, it's down the mountain. So it's like, and I think it was up the mountain. Oh, it goes well. Yeah, it we goes started, one we way, started going go up, the and then we're like, no, uh, this is enough. Yeah, we're good. we found the 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 crucifix. You know, bless him. All yeah, Stephanie, was yeah. that where Jesus died in Alaska? They just—it's kind of weird. They put up a giant cross, and I'm like, and people are like, ah, oh, it's so holy. It's but God's I'm like, country. I'm like, Jesus didn't bring it up there himself. This is Alaska. God is not looking at this place. He didn't even know Alaska existed. Think about that. That's true. Mormon yeah, Jesus he did, heard though. rumors. Yeah. From whom? Of a, of a snow walker. Yeah. Someday Al Pacino will go there to <laughs> solve a crime. God he is, won't be able to sleep. God has turned a blind eye to uh, all of Alaska. It's no man's land. That's why Pete wanted to get married there. I think so. Godless place. (laughs) Too many mosquitoes. No no loving deity would subject his creations to that place. Juno is beautiful, though. Yes. It's a beautiful little city, population of like 32,000. Yeah, don't don't want to make a, sorry, yeah, the way I phrased it made it sound uh, bad. No, Juno is is a wonder of nature. I was talking about the the lack of uh, cell connection that I had for data. Mm. Like almost none, because we're all on Project Fi. It was like being in the '90s again. Uh, Project Man. Fi doesn't function there. I oh. guess not. Well, T-Mobile was fine. Yeah. yeah. Really? Because I I switched to Mint, which is on T-Mobile's network, and I had nothing in the entire city oh, too. That's oh, Je- Jess had T-Mobile, and she was Weird. fine. That okay. makes sense. Your daily barrage of insults <laughs> coming through. It was basically mm. text only, which I guess was fine. Huh. Like so, we could all communicate with each other. But um, also, I, I guess when I got there, I was already in a bad mood. Because no. they gave my, they gave. I rented a car and they gave it away. What? Oh yeah, yeah heard that about that. Fucked. And then the woman tried to explain it, and I'm like, "There's no explanation. Like you do, you do or you don't have this car that I well, paid for. I paid for it, I reserved Anyone it. Can take yeah. And then she said, uh, the she's like, no, your your pickup time was uh, like noon. I'm like, I never got to pick a pickup time. She's like, yeah, we by default give you one at noon. I'm like, do most people get in at noon? Like what? I don't. So you had to call ahead, without knowing to change your pickup time that they didn't tell you about. I don't know. So, I, I, I must have fucked up somewhere along the line. It's, but. it's nonsense, but what did you use to book? Uh, probably kayak, I yeah, think. That's usually kayak right. defaults to noon, because I just booked a rental car. And it's also really dumb, because you click the date, the start date and the end date, for how you, how you want it. Yeah. And then you only see it if you look at a certain part on the calendar, where it says noon, 
And uh, it doesn't even look like numbers since it's a word. So you're not even thinking about like where's the date and time. Yeah. If you just click that and click that, it'll close it and go away. And then to change the time, there's a slider to the right of the calendar They have to drag more to, towards zero or more towards full, and that's what, but it defaults to noon. I guess the thing is too, like I rent a car once every five years yep. maybe, like, because Lyft and Uber mm. are pretty much everywhere, yeah. so when you travel, you're like, oh, it's fine. Juno has four Lyft drivers mm -hmm. in all of the city. We, most of us got the same guy at different times on different days. Um, so calling one was like, your Uber's 38 minutes away. And you're like, okay. Uh, so you rent a car. But uh, yeah, so they, they did the thing where they fucking just gave it away and they're like, the guy in front of you made the same mistake as you and we just gave him the last car. So we're like, okay. It it's already in a bad mood and it's 10.30 at night, except the sun is yeah. bearing down on us. We're like, what the That seems <laughs> to be one of the- Strange uh, place. One of the quirks of Alaska is since sundown lasts for four hours, mosquitoes have a sizable chunk of the entire day to, to roam out like crazy. Oh, they love your skin. That's yeah. where Michael Bay should go to film all his movies. I mean, yeah. it's a beautiful place. In the summer in you know Toronto, there are tons of mosquitoes. It's one of the things I love about Los Angeles is no mosquitoes. Yeah, then there's we go mosquitoes to, almost everywhere else. I was worried when we went to, to we went to Austin Thursday night, and I, all my mosquito bites from when we were there in May had like healed mm -hmm. my 30 bites, and I'm like, I better not get any. How long does it take a mosquito bite for you to go away? I mean, I also scratch the shit out of them. Yeah. I, I uh, always think of the Flanders quote from The Simpsons when Homer's trying to antagonize Flanders yeah. by listing uh, annoying things to him, and he lists mosquitoes, and then Flanders says, but they're so satisfying yeah. to scratch. The scratch. They right. are, it is, it is like. Yeah, just... we, during Peak's wedding though, there's a part where it was getting hot inside, so we all go outside, and there's like, you know, people are playing games, and Bruce was the game master. <laughs> Apparently that was his job. Mm -hmm. It was very unclear as to what he was supposed to do as the game master, except yell at people when they were playing games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. But brief aside, this is related to games um, mastering. We were talking about how uh, how like the main attractions in Alaska are stick and wheel and cup and ball. Yeah, or in Juno, sorry. And then a girl at the wedding had a cup and ball. And like she was doing uh, crazy tricks and like popping it, throwing yeah. it under her arm. But Bruce, Bruce put a stop to that. Yeah. She took off running and he tackled her. How old was she? She like I'm gonna say like 12, 13? Maybe anyway, it's the sorry. Perfect age no, it's fine. Cup and ball. But it was it was just funny because we were outside and we're like, yeah, I'm a mosquito. Anyway, I'm a mosquito. Yeah. Mosquitoes. And it's like we're just getting like bombarded. Like it was just I hit one that was full of blood, just exploded. I'm like, this yeah. is getting crazy. So then we got the bug spray, and then they just they, they saw it as a challenge, so they just kept coming at us. We're like, God damn. So we're like, no, it was no fault of peaks, but we're just like. But, sorry, buddy. We're all leaving. Like we all left because the mosquitoes all were just doing trying to get rid of the heathens, basically. Trying to, to murder the the, the the mosquitoes that suck blood from you are the female because they're trying to provide sustenance for their fuck them for their eggs. Yeah. Have you their... seen Have you seen the GIF of the it's net? A, yeah, the mosquito <laughs> net, and someone oh, okay. is oh, put, yeah. puts their like leg on the other side of it, and they're all like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> they just can't reach them. They're like, please. They're just trying to provide for their. Cool. Find it somewhere else. Yeah. Fuck find off. an animal. Yeah. That... Drink from the deers. Yeah. Here's the problem. Do deers get itchy. I mean, when, if a deer yeah, gets a mosquito bite, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they, that's like that's like when shits all over cows. So they'll just get off me. But if they get bit by a mosquito, if a deer gets bit by a mosquito, does it 
have the same reaction that human skins they do. They probably have thicker it, skin and they don't yeah. prevent yeah, it from do. whatever cotter, what is it, coagulant? Like yeah, yeah, if yeah. Benson got a bite, he'd, he'd be itchy. I yeah, I think so. I feel like most dogs are probably ticks on them like the size of a golf ball and they're like, whatever. Yeah, that's what this, I'm saying. Is, is it just life. that their nervous system is weak, like less I just don't pussy. pick on the mammal that invented space travel. Like, pick some, get, get the dumb I, porcupine. Well, I think, you know, there's times where you stub your toe. You're like, ah, oh, I'm gonna die! Yeah, yeah. And kill me! And kill me! <laughs> you're, you're reaching for a gun to try and just. Kill. But then, but then there's like a dog. He's like, you ready to go out and get really excited and spin in circles and then slam his face directly in a coffee table on the corner and go, we going out? Yeah. And I'm like, nothing. You didn't nothing. You're not reeling from that at all. What's going on? Our pain tolerance, I believe, has gone way down because we. I think we're always sort of in a... Because we're so important. It's a perpetual state of bliss where, like, everything's good and we're always trying to keep it good of, like, more food, more softer beds, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, heat, uh, you know, seat warmers and uh, yeah. uh, handle warmers. Cut my taint. Fanta, <laughs> yeah. more Fanta. Yeah. My hair's a little itchy. <laughs> Snip it off, you know? Like, we're always... Humans are trying to make things better and better. And then, yeah, the minute you... Like, your nail hurts a little bit, you're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> End it. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder about that. I feel I feel like animals are attuned to only respond to pain when it's a signal that something is very wrong yeah. or that it's life-threatening or life-altering. Hmm. But yeah, uh, animals will just bash the shit out of themselves and as long as they're spongy, just roll with it. I don't know. Whereas humans have emotions. So let me let me display to you the majesty of Alaska. Oh, yeah. Look at that. This is, a, this uh, is the trailer for Insomnia. Yeah. I thought a That's lot a about Insomnia while Anchorage, I was there. Anchorage, right? So Juno's like a little southern, I think. I don't know. So it wasn't like... It actually got dark, which was nice, because it is the summer, but... So yeah. is Anchorage further north? Yeah. Oh, okay. Man, that's crazy. I went there when I was a kid, and I hated it. it was like, if, I remember, if I remember correctly, it, was more, it felt more like a tundra, less hmm. of a woodsy place. So I, I have a, is there a oh. ridge and a dock? I thought I know James of. and I are talking about Anchor this because bridge. I feel like, for me, when I was a kid, you learned a lot about the north. Been growing up in Canada, it's mm-hmm. it's it's a very big part of like the culture and mm-hmm. identity. So like you, it's it's not common or it's not uncommon. The cremation of Sam McGee is like one of the most famous Canadian poems in the world. But I guess we it's not it's not really prevalent if you're from Southern California, or North oh, Carolina, you got Florida, baby, or Texas. I only listen to the Maybe. offspring, so I don't know what to tell you. He teaches about Disneyland. Yeah. And big, beaches. No more. True is that too loud? Strong and free. Yeah, it's pretty loud. But I turned it down. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell. Sorry. But yeah, Mom's it. Uh... Dad was sleeping with his daughter. I'll die there. Hot. What, Canada? Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Make some more room for the rest of us. <laughs> not if I have anything to do with it. <laughs> no, you let me die, be buried where I want. I want to be put next to Josh's dad. So if you, you cry, if your plane crashes <laughs> on the border. <laughs> out of context, you no, sound like a monster. On the border of the US and Canada, where do I murder you? <laughs> Niagara Falls. I'll give you the context. So we stay with Josh Thursday night, Ugh. and I get to Josh's house like midnight. We get there, and Josh is all like giddy. You know, you can tell he's, you can tell he's got something he's pleased about. Uh huh. Oh wait. And then uh, I go in the bedroom, and his father's ashes are on my pillow where yeah. I'm gonna sleep. And he's like, oh, my dad's in your bed. Dude, he, didn't, he didn't pour the ashes out. No, they were in the urn. It was the urn. Yeah, you but, sent me that photo. And then, and but then he frightening. left and went to bed, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do? So I just took the urn and like put it on the bar. Well, the, the, like, best, thing, the best thing about this whole, watching this whole thing 
is we arrived and I went into the room and then I went to Josh Ooh. and I said, I'm surprised you didn't put the urn in there. And he went, oh. And he went and he put the urn in there and then you went and saw it and you're like, Josh, that's so funny. Oh, And then you tweeted you, yeah. it and you sent it or you sent it to Adam and you're like, Adam, look how funny Josh is. And Josh is like, I am funny. And I'm standing there as the actual architect of comedy going like, <laughs> well. But you're always the puppet master behind the comedy. I am the puppet comedy. master. I just want to be credit. Yeah, but that's Josh's father that you disrespected. That's not the he, first time. He did it first. Every time I go to that house, I disrespect that urn. <laughs> like when we went there the last time when we were shooting the sketch when we went there and then I found a party mask. Like, <laughs> and I put it on there and I told Josh, now it's easier for him to talk with his dad because he has, it's not an urn. It's he loves it. He loves it so much. This is, uh, is beautiful. He just loves to be mentioned. Yeah. Alaska's beautiful. It was beautiful. Oh, it looks like reverse lava. It looks like bands. <laughs> It's uh, it's really sad that whole thing because yeah. you go there, and you go there, and you go, what majesty, what beauty? And they go, oh, you think that's pretty? Look what it looked like ten months ago. And you're like, yeah. oh, like, it, was, it was actually frozen. That, that whole no, like, it was like it was basically out to here, yeah. like ten years ago. Uh, uh, global warming is real. Yeah. Well, the, so there's a weird irony when they're 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 basically mad at you for killing the glacier. They're like. Global warming is a human problem. Like, we created this. Anyway, do you want to ride a helicopter on top of it? <laughs> you're, like, mm-hmm. you're like, wait, so... Fill her up! Yeah, 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 exactly. Puck, 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 puck. And, you, and you're just constantly... There's, you, there might be an accidental shot of a helicopter in here somewhere because it's just a constant stream of people spending money out the ass just to, like... Is this... Take a helicopter... Is this parkland? Oh, is this, like, national parkland? Yeah, it's a reserve. Yeah. So, I mean, part of it is the fact that they don't get any money to preserve the land, right. so they have to figure out commercial ways to make money I mean, I, so that I, way they can I, pay for the preservation. I could be wrong, maybe helicopters don't contribute so much to killing the environment, but it's... It's, it's, it's just everybody in cars all day, all the time. It's, it's mostly... I and think industrial it's, yeah, stuff. it's like freighting and, so, and farming. And well, that's the other thing, too, is like, to come see the glacier, you take a cruise ship, yeah. <laughs> which are supposed to be like the biggest uh, killers of yeah. like the environment. Plus well, sails on the ship. Yeah, <laughs> that won't work. It's easy. The problem is, like, cars are distributed so you can't fix those. Right. But like planes, there's fewer of them. So if you wanted to retrofit them or clean the exhaust or like cruise ships, it's easier to do that. Or like if they're all electric, mm-hmm. all the pollution's coming out of one power plant or like five power plants. Way easier to control than Nuclear millions of cars. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Why not? Spaceships. Why we, the hell um, not? When we, were anyway, at, gorgeous. when we were at the beach this weekend, yeah. there was like this yacht that clearly was supposed to go to the marina, well, but made a wrong turn. As, and it was as kind you of, do. You know, when you have that kind of gas to just spend, um, but like James is kind of talking about the the cost of that gas of powering that. We we got a yeah when we stayed on a boat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or we didn't stay on the boat. A friend of ours was doing the Airbnb in San Diego. He got a we got a, a crash course in how how much it costs to take a fucking boat on the well, water. Because correct me if I'm wrong, but the owners of the boat told us it was like $20,000 to go from San Diego to Hawaii one way. To pay for the gas. To pay for Whoa. the gasoline. I thought, I think they said just to fill up the boat was somewhere between twenty dollars and $50,000. Yeah, and then they'd basically be out of gas by the time they got to Hawaii and they'd have to refill. To yeah, and it was like, yeah. it was a well, decent-sized boat. It wasn't like Dr. Dre's yacht. Well, but that's it, what I was saying about the... This, whoever, because we were like, what kind of person is on this yacht? Because it was a private yacht. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure it was a, some one person. And they were like, oh, you think it's Rihanna? And I was like, I don't think Rihanna could afford She could maybe rent that yacht. 
but I don't think she could Richard afford Branson. it. would have to be like a Russian oligarch or some sort of some sort of very very rich person because a yacht is the best. They're affronts to God because <laughs> because you could for a fraction of the cost of the fuel of the yacht, you could get a private jet that gets you there in a one hundredth of the time. Sure, but you can't sunbathe on yeah. a right. private yes. jet. Yeah, I just think it's funny it is how a, human beings can't play work. shuffleboard yeah. on that. Is, is a giant fu. <laughs> yeah, everything. basically an fu. Yeah, yeah. like I could fly, and yes, I would be hurting the environment, but not as much. Mm-hmm. But instead, I will choose this giant thing that goes slow, Man, so I can eat. Once we once we figure <laughs> out solar, though, because like what? if you think about a Try yacht it. out in the fucking middle of the ocean, that's I, solar energy galore. I always thought that was the uh, that that was the true answer to the zombie apocalypse question, where everyone was always like. How do you survive? You're like, well, solar-powered yacht, right? Because then you yeah. fish. And then you, you drew it with crayon yeah. on your notebook <laughs> paper, and you're like, dude, I did it. They're color so pencils. I shouldn't even talk about this. But? I could, I could get, get a lot of trouble. Did you buy a yacht? No, I was talking you with this. You a comedy special? This weekend, I was talking with someone about this, because I was talking about how I love in, I think it, it comes up in like World War Z, the book, where they talk about like going to the coast and then putting your back against the ocean. I love I love the, the thought of we're trying to avoid this apocalypse, so we're just going to go to the coast, sure. put our backs against the ocean, and that's how we're going to ride this out. And then I shouldn't even talk about this. My friend told me about this idea that a friend of his had for a movie called Zombies, where it's zombie bees, and they the only way to escape the zombie bees. Get in water? Is, well, to go to the ocean. But then the, the zombies end up being able to navigate the ocean. <gasps> I don't want. Zombies. Like the, the zombies. Are you worried that that well, idea zombies, is so good that someone's going to steal it? Is that your maybe. concern? Maybe. And the zombies. You don't need to be the, worried. The human zombies also would be able to walk across the ocean floor. Like, but then I reminded him that happens in Pirates of the Caribbean. Why and don't you Jason, call them zom humans? Because they're bees. No, I know <gasps> the bees are. Uh, all right. I shouldn't even we're, talk about this. We're done with zombies, right? Yeah. That's it. Part. Like, after I zombie goes off the air, no, then we're, we're done. No, yeah. because, because, uh, well, what's his face? Oh, yeah, World War Z2. Oh, yeah, true, yeah. David Fincher is making World War Z2 right now. When's it now. happening? Weird. Right Showtime. now. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't see Why it. Why does he make these weird movies? What's wrong with you, David Fincher? What's what's your problem? You're a great filmmaker. You can make good movies. He always he makes He can make movies. zombies. I know, but why does he, he's like, he's like, ah, he's like the David Blaine of directors. <laughs> he's like, I will make this movie. Blindfolded. <laughs> Why? Why do you need to do that? I don't know. I think he just wants to work with Brad Pitt again. He's already good. He's, He's like, just... I missed you after seven. <laughs> he always uh, makes something great. Uh-huh. But I'm like, you started in negative five with the material. Why? Why did you do that? He didn't need to make another girl dragon tattoo. I know. Like, that's what yeah. I'm saying. He's like, uh, I'm going to remake this internationally re- renowned film trilogy. Uh, hang on a second. But just the first one. Because World War Z wasn't a bad movie. It would just... It just diverted so much from the source material. Perhaps the second one will be more in tune with the source material. I know, maybe, but why is he making the second I don't World know, War whatever. Z? Unless he's a sociopath who likes to set handicaps for himself as a filmmaker to prove how good he is. Mm-hmm. But imagine if he didn't. Yeah. Imagine if he started at zero. I get it though. <laughs> Sometimes you get bored of climbing on a house and you want to do it really drunk one day. Uh, Can you imagine if Lawrence climbed every house sober? 
I'd be really good at it. I'd be the best. I'd be the but David be Fincher bored. of house climbing. I'm gonna put this out here. When you were talking about how much you love climbing, yeah. <sighs> unfortunately, oh. as someone who loves climbing, but someone who also falls, you're an enemy of climbing as a whole. That's true. You're, you, I must you're, conquer you're it. hurting the climbers, the rest of the climbers. The climbing. I was. Climbing I too was a climber as a boy, <laughs> and climbed responsibly and never fell. Mm. But you know who hurt the climbers? My best friend's younger sister, who decided to climb onto the fort that my best friend and I had made and were planning on charging the other kids in the neighborhood nickels. <laughs> what? <laughs> to, to, to enter but upon I, 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 a hot Sorry, this is, this is winding up to be a really great story, but I do have to do an ad read. Okay. I apologize. No, 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 we'll, we'll come back okay. to it. It's Social just like I could, I could see a 10 minute runway down the, down the stretch and yeah. I do have to get this <laughs> okay. in there. So. But you're gonna like it, because this podcast is sponsored by Marvel Puzzle Quest. Yes! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's Marvel's only match three puzzle RPG mobile game experience. You can download it for free today. Do it. I really enjoy that game. Uh, I, I'm out of it now, to, to be honest, but I've debated getting back into it. I just don't think... I think I think I think I just got to move. Kind of like Elise rereading Harry Potter all the time. I feel like I've uh, I feel like I've tread that ground fully at this point. James is playing it right now. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our alliance, mm-hmm. Wakanda.com. <laughs> I thought guys, it was. Oh wait, no. You said it I would say been. it should have been Wakanda.com. Though. I see. I don't think we had enough letters. For do, you want, it. do you have special bullet points you need me to hit? Um, do you want me to just talk about how great this game is I, and why? I, sort of. There, there are some things they would like said. Okay. okay. Uh, so in Marvel Public Quest, you can create a custom team from the Marvel Universe. Featuring such characters as Iron Man, Black Panther, Deadpool, Rogue, Gambit, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and more. Um, I think I think it's pretty justified in saying that that game has the broadest reach in Marvel Universe that I've seen. Ultimate Alliance had pretty much everybody, but this game does it's, too. It's broad and relevant is what I like yeah. about it. Yeah, they introduce uh, characters I've never even heard of. Yeah, it's, it's actually pretty educational. Yeah. Uh, to wit, uh, Marvel Puzzle Quest has a ton of in-game content for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. As they are featured in the growth industry event going on now. And they have Ghost coming to the game really soon, which, if you're not familiar, is is one of the villain characters in Ant-Man and the Wasp, the film, uh, along with a number of new supports like the Quantum Realm or Wasp Gauntlets to equip to your new characters. Uh, yeah, it, it's great. Um, it, if, if you've ever wanted a game that has like cumulative experience and you can just throw time into and get a, have a fun time with, it is definitely that game. It's a, it's a match three, but the every time you match, you're basically, you're accumulating points in those colors, and then those colors associate to a character's power, mm-hmm. they fire off, and if you're a fan of anything in the Marvel Universe, it's like, it's stupid fun how it all works together, and yeah. how they actually, like, there's a good example, there's a, a so they have different star versions of characters, the four star version of Rocket and Groot, and there's the one of, don't push that button, and it's, Groot will auto-move, basically, the tiles for you for four turns, because it's supposed to be the bomb that explodes in the movie, you're uh. like, this so, and then it's a whole thing. A little animation hot. of him walking. There, I, I, it's actually gotten me into reading comic books now too. Ooh. Where like I started reading the Hawkeye series that they redid recently. Oh, oh yeah, the new Hawkeye. Good. And I, I can tell the devs super love Hawkeye because they do the whole thing where it's like he has a move called like because boomerangs, and that's like a line from the comic. And then he does the thing where it's like bullet arrow, acid arrow. There's a whole comic panel where he's firing every single one of those arrows. Like oh my god, they're like these guys are fans of comics and they're actually. They do a really good job of implementing the game. It's like nothing ever feels alien. It's always like these powers make sense for these characters the way they made it work at a match three. I don't know. It's my favorite superhero game. Without without right going too much into it, I think one of my favorite things, and I this is something I mentioned at an inside gaming podcast 
when Titanfall was coming out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That it's one of the few things that I've played that integrate that is like it understands it's an online experience, so it continually keeps the game fresh by updating that experience. So a good example is the Ant Man and Wasp thing is happening in conjunction with the movie's release. So if you follow the Marvel Cinematic Universe with any sort of interest, there's always some sort of game element that you can participate in that draws you in into hype for the movie franchises and stuff that comes out. Yeah. They, they tie the two things very well without it feeling forced. So as Infinity War is happening, you're fighting Thanos in the game. Like, and stuff like that is like super cool. And, that, and Christmas time, oh, there's Christmas things happening. Yeah. Like, I love when games change because they understand people. Stuff? What? what kind of Christmas stuff? Well, they'll do like a lot of tokens. Well, they'll do like special Christmas giveaways, but then it'll even snow on in the game and stuff like that. It's just that's, that's great. That's magical. Yeah. They they update it more than I think anyone anticipated that they would. Yeah. So it's like it's a really good game that actually treats. They listen to the audience a lot. They're always changing stuff up so mm -hmm. there is actually a community behind it and like James and I are part of it play it you used all to be able free. to buy roster slots with ISO do you guys still play with Joel? yeah, yeah. Joel's, Joel's in our there. alliance yeah okay so is John Reisinger um, so yes <laughs> you can join such such Marvel luminaries as Adam Joel and John <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have Black Adam I'm trying to think of John nah, never mind uh, you can download Adam. Marvel Puzzle Quest using the link in the description uh, or go through Go, go to, sorry, I got too tussled up thinking about Marvel. D3go.com slash dude soup. And new players can get three free tokens from the Partners in Crime Vault that possibly include Ant Man, Wasp, and other great rewards to add to your collection. So, five Star Wasp. Five Star Wasp. That's a good one. Uh, so, thank you, Marvel Puzzle Quest. Uh, yeah, it's a great mobile game. One of the best match threes I've ever played. And I've played a, weird, a lot of them. Better than Honey Pop. There. Boom. Put a stamp on it. I know, oh. weird. But, uh, so yeah, d3go slash dude or d3go.com slash dude soup or the link in the description. Check it out. It's very fun. Uh, uh, let's take a brief aside. Omar, some fellows in the chat are saying that the the stream is not synced. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if that's I don't know if it's worth trying uh, to to fix at the moment or or not. Wasp's actress is so hot. Yeah, Evangeline Lilly. I'm, I'm glad she's finally getting she's a back. lead. Who do you want to play as, Janet or Hope? Because you can choose from either. Both. You got yeah. both. Right Michelle, now, you Michelle only... Pfeiffer's time is, she already had Catwoman. Right now you're only uh, Paul Rudd's Ant-Man though, right? Yes. Scott Lang? Yeah. yeah, I think it's Scott Lang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pin Particles. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was pretty good. Cool. Has anyone seen it yet? Not yet. This Not is yet. a film house, but they updated, they updated Drax, so he's a lot better now. <laughs> We could go to uh, we could go see it tonight. Except Maybe. you want to go to the driving range and I golf do. balls. Oh, you could do both. I do. When did you become an old white woman? I love going to driving ranges. Hmm. You know, my grandma really enjoyed it. Last time I, we I mean, went. I used to like play golf when I was a kid, but I don't really have a uh, taste for just playing. Uh, for, you know, nine the green. Or yeah, yeah. On, on the green. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. But I do love. You know, that's how I shattered my hand was at the driving range. I did it. Uh, right. Another quick aside, Omar, since I said that, getting various reports that it's synced for some people and desynced for others, so it may not be something... Yeah, it seems fine on my phone. I'm just going to okay. ignore it. Yeah, guys, if, if you're watching live and have sync issues, just give it a reload, maybe. Um, but uh, we're going to move on. All right. Uh, well, we're running a little short on time. I guess we can, we can hit this quickly. So this... Uh, actually, Omar, sorry to distract you yet again. 
Gonna need you to tap that hot topic button because we got a hot topic on our hands. Ooh, oh man, he's on it. Yes. Uh, yeah, we gotta, man, we gotta get a better key thing. Anyway. Huh? Is it the Hot Wheels font? Was it? Like it, yeah. It I just, looked like it. I looked up, yep. I looked up flame font on the internet, mm. and that's what they gave me. So that's Hot Wheels. Uh, all right. So uh, there has been an incident where somebody was somebody was mean on Twitter and then got fired. Um, so Jessica Price uh, is is kind of the figurehead in this particular incident. Um, a fellow coworker also got fired. Whoa. Presumably for yeah, there's, so there's a report on Polygon. Other other reporters are uh, are are trying to pick it picking up on it basically. Um, Real quick yeah. before this one, the last time I remember a story like this was uh, I forget his name, Adam Orth or something. Yes, he was the uh, yeah. Xbox guy. When he just he... popped off on some dude for complaining the Xbox was always online. What yeah. did he say to him? Oh, chat. Sorry, table that real quick, James. I wasn't gonna say anything. You had oh, a fort. Oh yeah, your, your fort story. I apologize. I, I totally lost no the thread worries. there. It's not. It really isn't gonna go on that long. It was just that my friend and I found some trees that we were like, this is perfect, and then we started building a fort up it's there, boring. and then we realized, yeah, and then we realized that we could run a hose, and then we could have a hose, and it was gonna be like the hose would hit the leaves, and then it would spray down, and then you could play up there Holy shit, that's during cool. the hot summer. And we were like, we'll start doing this, and then we'll charge the kids in the neighborhood to come cool off in our hot, our hot wet fort or whatever. Mm. And we, were, wet we, were, fort. we only had a few more things to finish building for it, and then his younger sister climbed up, and then, because she's not a climber, fell off. Was she drunk? Landed on a rock, smashed oh, her nose open, God. and then, and so the punishment for that was that his, no it was on his property, his mom came and then demolished everything we had worked so hard for and we spent the whole summer poor. All because she wanted to climb and ruin our fun. If that had gone your way, yeah. imagine you being like a successful club owner today. I'd be the next Elon Musk. Well, James, no. she's oh. not the only woman who's ruining everyone's fun. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, hit that hot, hot, hot topic button again. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, God, I love that guy. Okay, good. Um, before we get into this, uh, I'm trying to think of how to preface this. I would encourage all of us to not pass judgment on what happened because we don't know. I think it's I think it it's probably good to say off the top, we don't know what happened. We don't know all the details. Uh, what it reminds me of, honestly, is is Allison Rapp used to work for Nintendo Treehouse and got fired when some stuff came out. It's another situation where we have a certain visibility on it because the internet is open, but people choose what to show, and that can influence your perception of events. So the, the events as we perceive them, I want to be very clear about that, is Jessica Price was a writer for ArenaNet who works on Guild Wars 2. And she published a pretty long uh, Twitter thread about writing for MMOs. The thread's actually really good. We're very, very perceptive, thought-provoking. Uh, if you're interested in game design or narrative design in gaming, I encourage you to read it. Basically talks about how when you're designing for a character that isn't known, a player character, not not a Lara Croft, not a Master Chief, somebody with known quantities. You have to basically write, and she makes the analogy, you have to write them as though they are Bella Swan in Twilight. Um, somebody who doesn't have an existing personality, really, is just sort of an insert for the, the player. That's true. I've played a lot of games like that. They tend to work pretty well. Um, now, there was a, there is a influencer, streamer, uh, goes by, Deraw? I don't. Derior? Derior? I, I don't. I wish I knew how to pronounce that. At least maybe with your, your French. Derois. Derois. 
Um, I, don't, I don't know how he says it. <laughs> I don't either. Um, but but posted a, a what I consider pretty respectful, engaging, and constructive series of replies. Um, I guess I'll just go ahead and read those just for the, the sake of context. Uh, they write, really interesting thread to read, uh, OK emoji. Uh, however, allow me to disagree slightly. I don't believe the issue lies in the MMORPG genre itself, as your wording seemingly suggests. I believe the issue lies in the constraints of the living story's narrative design. When you want the outcome to be the same across the board for all players' experiences, then yes, by design you are extremely limited in how you can construct the personality of the PC, or player character. But if instead players are given the option to meaning meaningfully express their character through branching dialogue options, which also aren't just on the checklist for an achievement that forces you through all dialogue options, then perhaps player, players would be more invested in the role-playing aspect of that particular MMORPG. Nonetheless, I appreciate the insightful thread. Not bad. I've certainly, certainly been part of and seen much more negative interactions on the internet. Um, so she got fired for that? No, she presumably got fired for what followed. Uh, oh. So she quote tweeted, that and said, uh, today in being a female game dev, quote, allow me, a person who does not work with you, explain to you how to do your job. Um, a little biting, not so bad, but she kept tweeting. Um, like the next rando asshat who attempts to explain the concept of branching dialogue to me, as if, you know, having worked in game narrative for a fucking decade, I've never heard of it, is getting insta-blocked, PSA. Ooh. Continues on. Um, Let's see here. Do, 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 do. Just trying to. I mean, all, all the links to this stuff are going to be in the description. So yeah. I encourage you to, to go and read and make your own decision. Um, since we've heard a lot of man feels today, let me make something clear. This is my feed. I'm not on the clock here. I'm not your emotional courtesan just because I'm a deb. Don't expect me to pretend to like you here. Goes on. Um, a lot of venting going on. Yeah, kind of. Uh, the attempt of fans to exert ownership over our personal lives and times are something I am hardcore about stopping. You don't own me, and I don't owe you. So, uh, bearing in mind that the person that is basically the brunt of this reaction is a streamer of the game, mm -hmm. somebody that has pretty good PR relationships with the company, that's not a great reaction, but I also get, and have been guilty of this myself, when you get a lot of negativity, you tend like there is one straw that breaks the camel's back and it can vent on someone who's not exactly expressing that negativity. I've done that before. Uh, I've gone onto Reddit and some dude will just say something and I'm like, man, you fucking assholes, you're always talking this shit. And that individual's like, what the hell, man? I just said, and I've apologized. Like I've done that before, not assuming that that's what's happening now, but presuming that it might be that's what happened. So she got fired. This happened on July 4th. Oh. She was dismissed on July 5th along with a coworker that that by her accounting stuck up for her. Was this happening as you were falling off the roof? <laughs> it may have been. Yeah, wow. my colliding with the concrete wall may have corresponded with wow. uh, Jessica's hitting tweet. Butterfly effect, man. So what this has done is it is, and, and by the way, when, when she said all this on July 4th, a lot of the, and again, I didn't see this. This is me reading what happened. Um, the community, the Guild Wars community, was pretty upset by this reaction and this, this attitude. So they, they, they kind of raised a bit of a stink about it. I don't know if it amounts to regating, which is, a, you know, when people raise a bit of a mob to attack somebody. Um, forgive my ignorance, what was she fired for? Uh, what was the specific reason? So there, yeah, the, um, the president of ArenaNet posted this statement on the forums. 
Uh, oop, it, when, it, when it full screened, it kind of, there we go. So there's Mike O'Brien writes, uh, recently two of our employees failed to uphold our standards of communicating with players. Their attacks on the community were unacceptable. As a result, they're no longer with the company. I want to be clear that the statements they made do not reflect the values of ArenaNet at all. Fuse. As a company, we always strive to have a collaborative relationship with the Guild Wars community. We value your input. We make this game for you. So it is. it has kind of sparked this discussion about, it, in a way, it kind of relates to a lot of the backlash over Last Jedi and like how, how communities start to feel like they own something they don't make, that they're just participants in, which is not, not completely wrong. Yeah. I think it's a give and take, but people are trying to decide where that give and take starts and ends. I think Jessica Price is right to say, on my own time I can say whatever I want, but that does, that's not said in a vacuum. And when you work for a company, you are a representative of them. Sure. So it's, it's an interesting it's, topic. It sets a really scary precedent, I guess, or I guess a realistic one. I don't know. Like A lot of game devs are very scared about that, the, the idea yeah. that an angry community base can make, dis, can make business decisions on behalf of the company. Sure. Was I, there... I, 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 I'm on no side here. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm totally Switzerland. <laughs> I'm like, because I don't know all the facts. So I'm like... I think that's the wisest I, I thing. I think I'm do. looking at it from a very uh, bird's eye view of it's just, it's a scary sort of thing where you can vent on an open forum and then lose your job. That's kind of scary. That's the, all. The, um, the like, do you feel like if you lost your job for something you've said to someone on Reddit, like for popping off, like you, you just said, like there's been times you popped off and the other person's been like, whoa, you're directing this at other people and not at me. Do you feel like if you lost your job that would be justified? Because Rooster Teeth has a very, we, a we're, very transparent and open communication with their community. It's like a big yeah. part of the company. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that would be okay? At Rooster Teeth, I would be surprised. Um, I feel like I might get talked to. Mm -hmm. I might get warned. Mm -hmm. Hey, you pushed it a little too far. I'd be shocked if, unless I like said something really bad, mm -hmm. if I got fired for that. That would be surprising to me given Rooster Teeth's culture. Given a game developer culture, somebody who ArenaNet doesn't really have a legacy of, of being rowdy with their player base or firing people for being public about their opinions. So this is kind of an outlier in those regards. But yeah, I, I would be shocked if I got fired for saying mm -hmm. something online, especially given that I have, a, as far as I know, pretty good history with Rooster Teeth of not causing problems and being a pretty good worker. Um, which is, again, if it's possible to separate that from this particular issue, a couple of things that I encourage you guys to consider before passing judgment is that um, in my experience, which is just my experience, a pop-off like that isn't typically fireable. It's bad, but it's not fireable unless there's other things going on, which I'm not saying there are. Right. I'm just saying sometimes when something like this happens, there were other things leading up to it that it's weren't fireable by themselves. And then something else happens that draws a lot of attention and eyeballs to a thing. Well, she also used name calling. Yeah, Just she called of, him an asshat. And yeah. she did recant that a little bit. Um, she said, maybe I shouldn't have said asshat. I should have said condescending jerk. Still not the best. Especially given that he was actually pretty respectful and engaging, I thought. I, but yeah. she had to deal with a lot of shit that isn't that guy. Yeah. And I think that's also important that, to acknowledge. This yeah. is something, and again, this is a... This is an issue that is not a majority issue. It's something that the people at this table table deal with, but not I, probably not something that most of the people watching deal with. Mm. 
But when you comment on someone in some way, you're only seeing your one comment. But the people who are on the other end of it are seeing your comment and about a hundred other, and a whole host of uh, vitriol and and whatever. And so, it's it's hard to always manage those along the way. So I don't I, I I'm sure someone could do the work and dig through her thread and read all of the Twitter replies that she got to those things. People have definitely been doing that. And like counted how many were positive, constructive and how many were just pure negativity or how many were completely random or whatever yeah. like that. Um, well, we're, we're guilty of that. Kind of see what she sees like, too. I feel like a majority of us, a lot of times, uh, are very much showered with praise. I'll, 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 there's a lot of positivity and I've seen and things are tagged in. I made this art for you. I love what you guys do with this video series. This is great. Then every once in a while, there's, it's, it's odd that it's, it's, it feels inverted, or at least that's the way I see it. But that one person will come out and say, you did this, and then you go, whoa, and yeah. then you hone in on that when, James always talks about this, we should probably be addressing the positivity much more than the negativity. And I, I try to at least give it a favorite or something, and try not to focus in too much on the negative or just try to take as constructive criticism, not respond, maybe type out a comment and then delete it. <laughs> just because it's like therapeutic, yeah, get it out. Yeah. You're so popular though. Not really. There must be a lot of that happening. It's been happen. like four days since someone's tweeted at me. <laughs> it's, it, so what What prompted her to do her Twitter thread in the first place? Was there a, some other community post or was there something or did she, because like, I think it's strange that she was like, you know what, I gotta get this off my chest. Uh, she prefaces it with, since I spent all kinds of time saying it on a Reddit AMA, okay. and I haven't talked about actual game dev on Twitter in a while, here's a thread about writing for PC character. In oh, have, they, okay. have they just said an AMA? Uh, presumably. I wonder how that AMA went. I don't know. I, th I think it's a weird situation. I think in this, in this situation, I'm curious what the language was in her employment contract or whatever it may be with ArenaNet. So that's a big point that she's been bringing up in interviews since then, is that she was told by ArenaNet that they encouraged her to be like vocal and that the company would have her back, and now yeah. she feels betrayed by ArenaNet for mm. firing her over what appears to be one bad, one bad incident with a fan, so. I'll, I'll, I'll say one thing. Um, as someone that gets a lot of negativity on social media from people, gender or whatever you want to say about it, um, I think that when that now, as as a part of education, where children are socialized in general ways, they should specifically be taught socialization for like online communicating. Netiquette. I think it would be very. Did you say netiquette? Yes. That netiquette. Is that a thing? I'm not the one wow. who made that up. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry, I but, wish well, I did. Yes, netiquette we'll as part of like young childhood social socialization, I think would be extremely valuable. Um, in teaching people how to conduct themselves and how they might be perceived in, in communicating to, especially with communicating with strangers yeah. <laughs> on the internet. Yeah. Um, it's different, it's one thing when your friend, you know, says something to you, but it's a whole other thing when you're I, reaching out to a stranger. And I think that may tie into the straw that breaks the camel's back for her. Because the, the new, I didn't read her whole thread, but in you That's reading good. his thread, Right? Her thread his, is pretty informational and... It, but in, in you reading his response, it doesn't seem... It seems like here's like, oh, that's awesome, this is great information and here's something else that I'm providing. 
there is a certain aspect which I could see someone reacting to, which is, why are you criticizing my process? You're here. You're here because of the thing that I work mm -hmm. on. Yeah. You love it, and yet you're so, like, I mean, people, people are open to criticize the things that they love, but, but you're here and you're, but this is, it got to the point because of this thing that I made. This thing that I'm showing you, this blueprint that I'm putting out here, is, is why it got to this point. And you're here, so it's weird. She's not infallible. No, of course so, not. Of course not. No, I'm, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying her in her head. Sure. I could see how you might be like, after all this, yeah. and now, I, and, and then it's also, it's a very casual tone. He's yeah. very informative I was gonna too. Say I that, feel like I learn a lot from both of them. Yeah, but I felt, I felt like that escalated real quick. I, uh, it did work, seem like it work. was it was a just a tiny a, a feather going. Yeah, yeah. Very, and then all the pieces yeah. fell off. I'm the very show. familiar yeah. with condescension, and he didn't sound condescending to no, me. That, but she may have taken it. That, that's one thing that's also hard to read a lot of times. Where I'll read a tweet and I'll be like, "What the fuck?" And then you read it in a different tone. And go, "Oh, they're being funny." Okay. Oh, yeah. Because it's sometimes hard. We always do that thing. Uh, I think a lot of people are guilty of this. When you read something, and you go, "Perfectly frothed milk, a shot of cold pressed espresso." It's not written like that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's the is. that's the voice in my head doing that. And a lot of times we associate a negativity. It's like a Keen Peel sketch. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, it's, it's caused bad netiquette. The thing uh, is, though, uh, often. You need to use emojis though, and sark marks. Oftentimes it is directed that way, though. Just at you, though. The, exactly. I, I think <laughs> it's written in a way that allows people to bail out if they are called out on. Yeah. Like, people, people that know what they're doing know how to bake in negativity, oh, but also. Absolutely. Also rip the rug I think out that's what you too. see a lot with, yeah. like, um, the Women's March where people will say, why do you. Why do you need to have a oh, mark? Yeah. Why, women have all the right, and it's like it's very disingenuous questioning because you know exactly what you're doing in trying to bait that, mm -hmm. and I think that's that's what it is. Yeah. There's a couple of good uh, remarks here in the chat. Uh, Jimbo Man writes, "I work in a social media department for a large company. There's never really an issue if an employee shares anything about the company. The only time it's bad is when they're representing the company in a light that's uncalled for." Yeah, uh, what I like is uh, let's see here, Executor, which uh, writes. I worked for a company that was planning on firing a floor manager, however, they didn't have enough to fire him. So they gathered a heap of complaints and sat on it, then presented the idea to him that they wanted to appoint someone else as a manager. This provoked him, uh, where he threatened to assault the higher-ups, therefore gave a reason to fire him. Um, I've seen that happen at many companies wow. where this person Dirty. is uncooperative, and I'm not, not saying that Jessica's this, but it does tend to fit a certain pattern. Where somebody's uncooperative, provoking at work, maybe hard to work with, and it's like, this is like shit. She's not good on the team, or they shouldn't do that. Sorry, they're not good on the team, but nothing is fireable yet. But once mm. something is big and visible, and everyone on the team wants them gone, then even as a manager, it gets hard to say, well, I can't fire her, when everyone else is like, look, she's like talking shit. They. Or talking shit. Sorry, I, I'm well, trying another, to make it. As... Another example of this is um, Josh Olin. Mm. Oh god, he's been let go from multiple companies for. It still gets hired somehow. Oh, being nice. open, being open on Twitter. He was the community manager for Call of Duty Black Ops, I believe. He was Did the Treyarch. Can you give me code? Can you give me code? It's... Me well, code? no, he got let go. New codes. Where you I forget. Now? I forget what. <laughs> I'm trying to remember which company he was at at the time. Either it was Riot or 3D Realms, but. He sided on with someone who was, or I forget exactly what it was, but it was something racially provocative or something, and uh, they were like, "And he's gone." And like 
jump to the next place and you know, stuff like that. There's so. a weird situation. This has got a, almost a business issue at a certain point where people are hired because they have followings. I don't know how big her Twitter following or whatever is, but mm -hmm. like, like companies will be like, ooh, we can hire this person who knows how to write and has 30,000 followers, yeah. ooh. Now legally, we as a business aren't allowed to do anything with that Twitter following, but sure. maybe this will be good for us because maybe they'll tweet about the game being made and maybe sure. we don't have to hire influencers to do blah, 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 they, blah, blah, right? They see the number, they don't see the engagement report, which and is so, like, and oh, so the, 2,000 like, people are And so it's very much like, oh, you're, well, your voice on social media is your own or whatever, stuff like that, thinking that it'll be good. But then as soon as it's bad, they're like, whoa, 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 that's not cool. I think it's weird because she's, was she like a community? She was a writer. She, a writer. she was a writer. Do people yeah. still put so like, he's this guy you're talking about was a community manager, which it's like so. your job is how you present yourself. Yeah, I was the only using the community. example of someone who you could see the the basically you, the theater of Twitter was yeah. thing was said, person was let go. That's why I brought up Adam Orth earlier, where he went off representing Microsoft, got let go, and then he was basically like, "Fuck y'all," and then I got hired somewhere else and yeah. said, "Fuck y'all." Get I don't know where he's at now. And they're politicians. But, they're they're they want, nothing happens. Yeah. 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 So I um, don't have a conclusion or judgment uh, on this. I just I would encourage all of you, no matter how you feel about it, what presumptions you're bringing into it, to embrace that we don't have the full story. Because Jessica's free to do interviews. People at an arena net are not really. So you're never going to get the full story, mm. even if everyone had total freedom to talk. So just remind yourself that you don't know every aspect of it, and maybe don't make assumptions about motivations or who's doing what for what reason. And leave it at that. Yeah. Um, can, I, can I lighten the mood real quick? Sure. Yeah. Uh, after Peak's wedding, we all went back to the Airbnb where most of everyone was staying. And everyone was very excited because there was a VHS player upstairs. Oh, yeah. And they had a VHS copy of uh, 1999's Episode One: The Phantom Menace, Ooh, a Star Wars cool. film. Of course. Has Jacob's seen a VHS player before? I, yeah, I mean, he grew up with one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's not... That young, sixteen, seventeen. I mean, he may have had a VHS player. He may have grown up with one the same way we grew up with like Betamax. Maybe it was that. there, but it was always yeah. like combined yeah. with Just the, in the thing. background. But either way, Lawrence made it his civic <laughs> duty so hard to get episode one to play on VHS because he wanted to watch the trailers. And oh. and I wanted he to wanted, know what trailers he were wanted to pan and one. scan. And he yeah. wanted that garbage. So. He was Shooting trying to video, video quality because we couldn't all fit in the room with VHS players, so we brought it downstairs. It wasn't even plugged in in the room it was in. Yeah, so he wanted to hook it up. There was no AV situation that made that VHS player remotely work in that house, so it didn't work. And to Lawrence's credit, he had brought a Chromecast with him, hooked it up, logged into his Amazon account, and we all watched episode one together. And it was great. But you <laughs> it didn't was a get really the good trailers. Time. No, no trailers. I might you look it up on YouTube like later. Probably like McDonald's. Commercial. Oh, there might be because it was just it was still distributed by Fox back then, uh, and I'm trying to think like what circa what 2000s era movies was would Fox slap in front of fucking Star Wars? I don't know, man. Guarantee you, there's a Burger King commercial or something on there. Maybe yeah, Phantom so. Whopper. The, the best part was watching it with uh, <laughs> Jacob, it. and anytime there was a name of a character or a type of fish that came up, he knew the name. He was right on top of it. He knew the line from the movie. It was, was great. It was, it was a beautiful moment. Well, apparently there's a, there's a yeah. grip of uh, references to episode one stuff in Solo. There, they mention a fish. That it's one of the fish that, you know, yeah. when they're like, there's always a bigger fish, and they say it well, like multiple times. There's another one that Jacob shared later. Apparently, uh, Woody Harrelson's character mm -hmm. mentioned, <laughs> almost, he mentioned, like, one of, the, uh, one of the people who were watching the pod race, 
he mentioned that he shoved her off a balcony or something. Like somewhere in Solo. Ah, that's weird. Nice job, Solo. I um, didn't see the thing is, I didn't realize that Solo took place in the Star Wars universe. No, you didn't. I didn't realize it was part of the that film, so I'm glad that it reminded me. <laughs> I haven't seen it actually. <laughs> Solo's great. Yeah, we still haven't seen it. Not because I'm like, it's gonna be bad, but just can't muster yeah, the enthusiasm. That's yeah. probably most people, I think. They went, they, a lot of people said, I'll wait. That's a bummer. It's, it was a, whatever, who cares? Uh, no, some, some people like it. Like, tell you some what. people like it. From what I've heard about it, I think I'll hate it. So mm. that's also why I'm not jumping in. Uh, I, I hated Terminator Salvation because no they were opinion. like, you know what, we should hire it's, Anton Yelchin to do all the lines from Terminator in the gruff voice Holy that Michael shit. Bean doesn't have. Speaking of Terminator, have you guys seen the set uh, photos from the next Terminator? I really need to read an ad. With like, uh, it can wait. I can't. <laughs> we're all, we're already over time and I have two more ads to fit in. Oh my god, read oh, your really? ad. Oh, two more? Yeah. Wow. Read, it's read four, I told ads. you I fucked up. Linda Hamilton. If you want to it's buy furniture solo, you could do that, that works. with Burrow. Uh, Burrow, Burrow sofas are handcrafted in North Carolina and shipped to you in boxes. And you can assemble them yourself. Uh, I did it. I, I, bu- I built my burrow, and it was pretty easy. There's like a, a lot of latch- latches and clasps. You got to snap in there. It's actually, uh, you don't need any tools. Um, the, the, the seats are held together with these cool little latches. And then the, the pegs screw on with these thumb bolts. So yeah, it was really easy to put together. Um, you can customize it online. You can pick your, your armrest height, the color of the fabric you want. Um, how many seats you want goes from like one sofa up to love seat up to a four seater. Um, so yeah, if you're if you're looking to deck out your apartment, or maybe you're moving out on your own or something like that, Burrow is a great way to start building up your seating because Lord knows you're going to have to drop your ass in something at the end of the day. Might as well be a delicious and luxurious Burrow couch. Uh, shipping is fast and free, unlike the rest of the furniture industry, they say, and uh, you can enjoy 30 days on your comfortable Burrow risk free. Or try out Burrow, one of their partner showrooms today. So you can either look one up, go try it, go try it itself, or uh, try it with their 30-day risk-free trial. And you can get $75 off your purchase by going to burrow.com/dude. That's b-u-r-r-o-w.com/dude for $75 off your purchase. Uh, I recommend it. Um, they sent us one. It was really easy to put together. Put it together in under 30 minutes. Now I got a nice two-seater love seat. In uh, in the exercise bike room of my house, so now I can I can bike bike my ass off and then plop it right in a nice burrow. You should put it on the roof. Oh, that's a really good idea. All right, I'm gonna move the burrow up to my roof. Uh, again, burrow.com, seventy-five dollars off your purchase. Thanks for the sponsorship, burrow. Okay, let's let's net hard real quick. Uh, do you mind what if I didn't say at least uh, about Terminator? Uh, Linda Hamilton or something. Oh yeah, she looked good. Still looks hard. She was in that one movie that we watched. Remember? Remember? Didn't we watch it? There's no time for this. There's no Sorry. time. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm loading up my tabs here. All right, oh, so the winner of last week was Oho Hojo Sama, uh, the mm-hmm. YouTube channel that only pulls clips of anime women going Oho Ho Ho. I vote for the other guy. Since the last one, that's already, huh? Not two months ago. Uh oh. I guess it. Yeah, we we might be in a lull here, but Uh-oh. it's been going for years mm. and years. So it tends to come and go, fits and spurts, if you will. Turns out the one. So the the oh ho ho that I recognized last week was from a porn, which I thought. Um, the context was a a young girl went into like a sex club and started blowing all the dudes real good. Cool. Which one and, was that one? Uh, let me see if I can find it again. 
And then the like the matron, the the grand dick marshal of the sex club, saw this young buck rolling around blowing these dicks, and she was like, uh-uh, I ain't having this. So then she took to the floor and was like, I'm gonna show this young upstart how it's done. And then they both they both suck dicks as That's hard as they could. That's the problem with hentai. There's too much. It's too There's complicated. Too, it's too it's too complex. Because it's uh, is it that some guy with the uh, mind of up, a thirteen year old one, the, with one? the purple hair? Don't I mean that looks like a it looks like it, but I think that's just normal anime. Yeah, pre- that's I like Slayer or something. Looks like a wrestler. Again, it's still still just normal anime. Okay. All right. I don't know. Um, hmm. I was listening to an NPR review of a new anime there that came time. out. There's time. I'm sorry. Sorry. Start <laughs> <laughs> to save it. The salt. <laughs> no, there's always time for porn. Yeah, I don't know. Smell it. This one, this one kind of looks like it might be porn. There's like a bunch of dudes. Crouching around it. I don't know. So who's the contender? No. Okay, contender is Vive Hypnosis, which is not VR, for you ask. But it is free, so it's got that going for it. Um, these are free erotic hypnosis oh. DVDs. Or sorry, MP3s, my bad. Man, a DVD would be great. Um, so this Vive, V-I-V-E, intercapped, provides a, a variety of self-hypnosis MP3s for you to listen to. Litterbox. Uh, yeah, the, the <laughs> subjects of which are fairly interesting, and there's a lot of very intense warnings on these, basically saying that once once these plant ideas in your brain, it will be hard to wipe them clean. Ooh. He also provides like a clean slate hypnosis. So if you if you have uh, if you are convinced that you are subhuman, or you're a litter box butt play, pet play. Oh, there's also one that convinces you that you have a dick for you. Yeah, Packer. Wet humiliation. Wait, it convinces you you have a dick. Yeah, it's for ladies, I think. The idea being oh. that you pack your crotch. And yeah, then the hypnosis convinces you that that is, in fact, a real penis. Yeah, it's for ladies. That is, con- yeah. I like this one. This one's real quick and dirty. Swirly is an eight-minute one designed to make you give yourself a swirly. Uh, quote, this is short and evil and not even a trance, and yet it will leave you with a slowly growing desire to give yourself a swirly just once. Nothing more, nothing less. Dare to listen? Yes, uh, I do. My favorite thing about hypnosis is there's always, like, a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Like, they're it like, doesn't work. now, it only works if you want to cloak like a chicken. Yeah. That's not really hypnosis, right? Yeah. You're just letting me do what I want to do. Yeah. I don't know. Omar, can we crank that a little bit? I can't mm. hear it in here. That's all I'm going mm. to do. Mm. I'm to not convinced. The desire I don't want to dip my head in the toilet. Craving. It's barely, it's pretty quiet. Now, now hold now. If you don't want to already stick your head in the toilet, stronger, this hypnosis, stronger. it will not work on you, to right. be clear. This is your last but if you do, to okay, get this out. hypnosis will ensure you that you do. Okay, but I don't. Okay, you then it won't work. End up having I can't get it to work. Do you have anything that will work for me? Uh, how do you feel about sticking a chocolate bar up your asshole? Uh, I'm indifferent to the idea, but I don't think I'd ever do it. Okay, then it's not going to work on you because you've got a negative attitude. Okay, that's the problem. <laughs> so I'm, I'm the problem. You're the problem. Okay? <laughs> the hypnosis works, just not on you. I think, oh yeah, heat string will give you a trigger that will immediately put you in heat. Uh, so it's like it's a, it's a yarn you wrap around your wrist to make you... Uh, Get the rut. Listen I like, to the, I like listen when, to the weekend. I like when you t- can tell something's written by someone who doesn't spend time around human beings. Mm-hmm. Like they spend nothing more time around farm animals yeah, or something like that than they do human beings. So yeah. this will get you to milk real good. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it's it's awfully quiet in here. It's probably for the best. Receipt. Or maybe it's it's a it's frequency we so can't sleepy. hear, and it's just influencing so us. Does anyone else feel like they are All in heat? Yeah, you have to listen to the forty-five. Forty-five. And then you want to make forty-five sh- minutes. It takes a long time to convince yourself that you're in heat when you wrap your arm around your wrist. I masturbate, but that's because I'm bored of this fucking hypnosis. Uh, you oh, can actually probably find hypnosis porno. Should be FAQs there. Like, what do you mean? Oh, like, you, that's the theme where a guy's like, 
just like an animated GIF of yeah. balls slapping. <laughs> so uh, just Meets yeah, there's a, there's a deep clean file for those who have listened to something and now they don't like the effects. Uh, what is a curse? A curse refers to the to a file effects that stay permanently, either active all the time or triggered. The other category is temporary files. Those only work for, for a specific time. They have fantasy files, walking trance files. Mm. How often is there any way to see how there. often this is updated? They have a Patreon. Oh, there's something on the right that they had a date. I scroll down. Scroll down. Yes, yeah, Spenden. <laughs> Latest blog was July 3rd. 2018? Yeah. Dark Freya. A good friend of mine is going into the erotic hypnosis game, and I thought supported by doing game. some advertising. All right. Uh, uh, erotic hypnosis is taking over the world. Nope. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Okay. Also, it's it's a dude with kind of a thick accent. Is it yeah, a I dude? <laughs> Heavens! The big old dude. Uh, what a shocker! <laughs> oh, here's here's some uh, here's some bullet points here. Skills. Let me into your mind, and I will. Bullet point number one: turn you into a slave drone. One word. Bullet point number two: fuck your mind. Bullet point number three: turn you into a girl. All for free. All caps. So thank you, uh, thank you, Vive, for your service to the world. What's the game here? What's the squeeze? <laughs> what does he get out of all this? Yeah. To give us such magical tools for free. <laughs> it's basically him and Jesus Christ, so. He looks, uh, he looks spreading, spreading the good word. I guess. Spreading something. He's oh, also, yeah. there's my Tinder profile. There's some testimonials down here. Mackie this, Max says this was amazing. Like right. when Prometheus brought man fire. Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, Frank is pretty This totally works. I, I have a 7.5 inch penis. Went hard, my erection shriveled up and went limp. I want to prove to my girlfriend that I could say hard no matter what. She's laughing her head off now. Is that so, a testimonial or I don't know. Is a, that a YouTube one star comment? Review or oh, a back to Mackie Mac. Those are the only two testimonials. Oh, boy. <laughs> so clearly it's, t it's, it's blowing up. Can you do Subway? I just want to see what Subway is. Oh, sure. Yeah, hold on. That's good. Here's, if you had a 7.5 inch penis, James, mm -hmm. would you say you have a 7.5-inch penis? I would thank my lucky stars. It is 7.5. Yes. Okay. No more. Uh, this no is less. a little fantasy for men in which you ride home with the, with the subway, and a very evil and very kinky hypnotist happens to get onto the same car. Me. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Date rape. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. Yeah, God damn. This is something for the little boys. Like, little boys. And perhaps when yeah. your eyes are upon here, I slip something into your drink. Yeah. <laughs> You've been hypnotized. <laughs> Ooh, someone threw up on that subway oh seat. Yeah. Time to drag you to my You're one bedroom sleepy. studio. Listen, yeah. You guys are the hypnosis. <laughs> you guys are joking, but quote, imagine you're riding the subway home and suddenly I sit next to you, and before you can even protest, you're deep in a little mind control fantasy. Run from this I don't man. really want to spoil her too much, but I can tell you that you will very much end up fucked. And he's it's, got a warning that, that it's a rape That's fantasy. a threat, by it's, the by. It, At least it, he lets it, you know. I was going to say, it's really <laughs> weird to read something, like read a paragraph, uh, or even a sentence, where you know that someone had to stop halfway through writing it to jerk off. Because <laughs> yeah, they're into it. This is, it. I'm... A little Piggy disgusted tomboy. by this, this person. Yeah, he's pretty yeah. repugnant. Oh, oh, I saw Piggy. Piggy frac. What? Fractionation loop. A little fractionation loop to drive you Into deeper. your piggy state of mind. At least you can't go any deeper. <laughs> <laughs> Just loop it, let it fractionate you, and slowly sink into I'm worthlessness and humiliation. Dogs for dinner. That's unrelated to this hypnosis, though. <laughs> Oh no, did you listen to the piggy did, hypnosis? The what? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I little genuinely cones, little cones. I genuinely <laughs> hope that cones, you know, someone's get, having I a good can't time. Tell a story. Never mind. This is just he innocent is. fun. We know he is. I know, but he's, he's seeking, he's oh, trying to spread about? his happiness yeah, to the world. As he, spreads, uh, as he sits next to you on a subway and whispers in your ear. 
All right, uh, I guess we can uh, we can vote now. So God, I really wish I could find that clip because that that triggers me. There's that tell you. that one. What about the bottom right? I think I still think that's Slayers. Oh, there's a lot sure. of tits in Slayers. Uh, I think it might be that one actually. At least you may have you may have found it. This is a seven minute porno. Isn't that? Didn't it? you try that one? Mm, mate, yeah, I think I did. And clearly, it has to have the watched bar under it. Wait, wait a minute. No, we yeah, that was the one. We watched that one. Fuck. Can we watch the Final Fantasy X one? It's not really oh, we did last oh, week. Oh. Sorry. He goes, ha 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 ha. Yeah, I mean, it depends on which translation. <gasps> Wait, <gasps> I think it's this. Oh. Uh, ho 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 ho. <laughs> Maybe. Nope. No. Nope. Japan's the most perfect city. No. Nope. Why is his face all weird? Oh right, what? anime. Japan's country. <sighs> city. I'm in Tokyo. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is gonna kill me now. I gotta find. The I wouldn't worry about it. Real far. Uh, we'll we'll waste forty minutes while I do this. All right, let's uh, let's let's vote for it. Adam Ohojo or Vive Hypnosis. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the anime because uh, it's a little safer than this guy. Okay. Christ. There's there's porn there. All right, Elise. Porn you safe. For? You already so, said you were voting for Vive. Adam doesn't feel uncomfortable. I'm gonna vote for this. Thank oh, you. Okay. It's more than uncomfortable. James, <laughs> what are you thinking? I'm also voting for Ohojo. Damn, a sweep. Because those anime characters want to be there doing what they're doing. Presumably they've been hypnotized. Well, if you go to the site, you want it. No, it can't be. Yeah. Presumably, uh, yeah, people that go right. to those web, people that go to this website and have themselves hypnotized. Right, let me blow your mind. Say you download one of those things, you go into your roommate's room while they're sleeping, you play it, and then all of a sudden now they're a fractional piggy. Well, that's, I mean, that there's no consent there. That is wrong. Fractionation. That's fractional pretty much piggy. what this guy is selling, though. He's like, Imagine we're on a train together, and then I end up inside you. Yeah, I know, but Neat. you could use it. You could use this power for evil. You know that you going in. You couldn't use anime for evil. No one could. That's, it's only for good. Speaking of going in, I'm really frustrated true. that I can't find that clip. A lot of positive Maybe memories associated with that. Maybe, Maybe. I did. Yeah. I'm sure someone will find it. It was pretty good, though. I mean, the dick blowing was all What's right. Keijo, maybe? No? I don't know. It could be anime. <laughs> Don't click the on it. The short answer is it's anime. Wow, she was on a whole pyramid that was of dudes. Fast. That was fast. Sometimes Hold they're fast. On. It's Markiplier. He's challenging me to not laugh at one of his videos. <laughs> I accept your challenge, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> not a true laugh. Oh. Uh, before we bid you farewell, one final reminder that this podcast is sponsored by Casper. Uh, Casper is a great company that provides wonderful mattresses on the internet. Uh, this show would be nothing if it did not sell things to you through the internet. So why go outside? Buy your mattresses online. Uh, they're not just a, ca a mattress company either. Casper offers a wide array of products to ensure an overall better sleep experience. I can attest to that. Uh, I had a Casper mattress, but a normal box spring. However, somewhere in moving, I guess it just got loosened up or something. And it got really loud, like super squeaky and rattly and just didn't support like it used to. Maybe it got broken or something. So I ended up buying a box spring off of Casper but since Casper's so high tech, it was a new wave box spring. So instead of being just like a big wooden box, it was essentially this, uh, this like railing and then this roll of wooden planks that rolled out over it. So it came in like a really slim packaging and it's, it's super sturdy, it makes no noise and it arrived right away. It's way easier than like going to a bed store, buying something, having it delivered having a bunch of dudes barge into your house, try and hypnotize you, and you're like, no, get out. Just drop the box spring on, now I'm a fractionalized piggy. Uh, Casper's mattresses are also made in the USA. So if you're a true American and you get drunk and fall off of houses, you should want to support Casper 
for making, keeping the American lifestyle free, because that's what America's all about. Uh, Casper is super easy. You just buy, order online. It's delivered to, to your house or apartment in a compact box. And it's got free shipping and free returns to both the U.S. and Canada. Uh, speaking of free returns, uh, Casper has a 100-night trial. So within 100 nights of buying your Casper, if you decide you don't want it, you can just return it. That's that. Uh, they say that since you're spending, they intend for you to spend a good chunk of your life with this mattress. So they want you to be very sure it's comfortable for you, doesn't cause pain, gives you a good night's sleep. So you can try it, and if you like it, keep it. If you don't, return it. Uh, it's risk-free. On top of that, you can get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash dudesoup and using our promo code dudesoup at checkout. Terms and conditions apply, but that's $50 off select mattresses by going to casper.com slash dudesoup and using our promo code dudesoup at checkout. I've had a Casper mattress for the last two and a half, three years, and by now is usually when a mattress starts getting the little, like, sink still fine. It just has a sink. And then about a couple years after that is when it starts hurting my back or getting weird. But Casper is still fluffy, still a delicious firm marshmallow to sleep on every night. I keep calling things delicious. I don't know why. Um, Eat it. Do what works. Uh, Eat the mattress. (laughs) Is that one of the hypnosis? Fit in the mattress once or twice. Uh, So once more, that's $50 off select mattresses at casper.com slash dudesoup and using our promo code dudesoup at checkout. Thanks for the sponsorship, Casper. And uh, I apologize, audience, for not finding that one porn clip. But uh, I don't remember what the name of that show is, but it's good. It's for the best. Yeah. That's for the best that you don't know offhand the name of an anime porno. Nothing but good-natured competition between ladies honing their craft. so much out there. You don't need to watch the same stuff. Find new things. I think of... Adam's life in a nutshell. Find so, new things. Hey, you know what? Get rid of that folder of all your downloaded porn. <laughs> there are two kinds of there are two Send kinds of gentlemen. <laughs> Get rid of it. There are there are gentlemen that that have their golden oldies and they go back to them in times of need. As Some most guys, people. Yeah, you think? I think I think everyone goes. What's that? The first video I jerked it to when I was sixteen. Oh, there's no way I could find that now. Ask your dad for the tape. Make a documentary about it. Your search yeah, for finding the it. Jack off video. Yeah, <laughs> interviewing all the eighty-five-year-old porn stars. I do or, remember. The first Ugh. porn website I went to, because I didn't have much of an imagination when I was 14 and got dial-up internet for the first time, mm. went up to the address bar and I was like, uh, nudes.com. Nice. Yeah. And that's what was there, so A+. Plus. I was into, uh, was starting porn, to get actually. into actual professional wrestling uh, around the time the internet was a thing, and I'm like, I, you couldn't, they, the, Google wasn't really oh, a thing, so you just type things, you'd go to like, rollerblade.com and then there's a chat room people who like rollerblades okay so I'm like I'll go to wrestling.com as knowing me I can't spell wrestling very well so I went to wrestling which ended up just being a porno site oh. yep and I'm like interesting interesting <laughs> so this is on the internet now huh? Tori Wilson was there yeah. it's that dude's pitting that other dude and one time my cousin had a, he had a stack of floppy disks he's like I'll show you the good stuff and he showed me like it was like a lesbian porno but it was just two blobs going at each other it's so pixelated like Yes, sure. You guys have it so good right now. You have no idea. It's it's, it's funny bring up going to individual websites. Uh, somebody somebody was lamenting that the internet at large has just condensed down into the big websites. People go to Facebook, Reddit, and Google, and like that's it. Nobody goes to wrestling.com or people yeah. go to WWE, obviously. But they're the whole Maybe. the whole shotgun of garbage websites that have dumb chat rooms and like visit counters and baked in music. That doesn't exist anymore. There's no like just stumbling upon somebody's photo blog of their trip to Minnesota. Yeah. So in a way, that's that's the spirit of hardnet and the, right there. The internet ballooned, and uh, now we need someone to just tell us what 
Tell me what the important stuff is because I don't have a lot of time. Yeah. We, there's no time. I condense it for me. There's too much. Too oh, much. There's no time. There's no time. Speaking of, there's no time. Uh, we're out. Uh, we ran over. Apologies for that, but the, you guys are just too dang interesting. I didn't want to cut anyone off except when I had to. Matt Peake got married. Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations to Matt Peake. Um, it was a wonderful ceremony. I wish nothing but the best for that beautiful man and his wonderful wife. Um, but yeah, thank you guys. You guys are beautiful as well. If you're watching live, thank you for having a first membership. Thank you for joining us. Uh, if you're not watching live, hey, thanks for watching or listening, however you're doing it. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, and I hope if, the, if you enjoyed this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you recommended it to a friend. But you don't have to. We all got porn to watch uh, or self-hypnosis to do. So I understand. But just your participation is enough. And uh, we'll be back next week. So thank you guys for watching. Till then. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>